Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wiki Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone from the comfort of my stream. Um, it is, um, well, it doesn't matter what day it is, because you're not hearing this on the day that's being recorded, but, um, and if this is, if you have listened to this before part one of the card review, stop what you're doing, go back and listen to that, then come here, um, because this is part two of the card review, and I am rejoined uh, by Hunter Extraordinaire Sidisi. Welcome back. Congratulations on, on, on being willing to return after, after last night's three-hour ordeal. Thank you. It was, it was a pleasure and an honor, so I'm glad to be back. I'm, I'm ready to, to talk some smack about the priest cards, so that's why, that's why I came. We'll see, what you, we'll see what, if you still feel that way after hour six of priest card discussion. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, and I, will, I guess in the interest of time, it will you know, let people refer to uh, – well, I guess you know, we're on my stream, right? So last night we did this on Sidisi's stream. Tonight we're on my stream. I guess for the folks who are here, for the two people in my stream who don't know who you are or who are, li- who hap- who are ignoring my sage advice and are listening to part two before part one because they were that excited about getting to the priest cards immediately. Um, you want to just give another quick intro of who you are and what your claim to fame is? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Sidisi. I play Hunter, mostly off-meta Hunter stuff, but I try to be a one-stop shop for Hunter content. So if you check me out on Twitch or Twitter, I'll do two streams a week usually, but I'm more active on Twitter. So if you want to talk about Hunter, then uh, find me there. And uh, I'm, there's a Hunter Discord and all kinds of stuff, so you can be as involved as you want. So I'd love to, love to hear from you. Yeah, and, and so you want to go back and listen to part one because there was a lot of good discussion about the Hunter cards. Um, so now revenge is here. <laughs> so, uh, so today we are going to talk about priest, uh, priest, rogue, shaman, warlock, and warrior, and then the, um, and then the neutral commons. On part one, we talked about demon hunter, druid, hunter, mage, and paladin, and then the uh, le- the neutral rares, epics, and legendaries. So um, that's where that's how this is going to fall again. Uh, scale of one to five, uh, based on the deck that wants it, not necessarily a prediction of how this is going to work in the meta immediately, um, but more of a prediction about how the de- you know, how it will perform over its lifespan based on decks that want it. Um, five being the best and one being the worst. And this is not a, t- a dusting or crafting guide. Don't if something's a one, don't go and dust it. If something's a five, don't go and craft it. You know, craft and dust at your own risk. Generally, I advise waiting until the first vicious syndicate report comes out because then the meta's kind of settled a little bit. But you know, your your dust is your business. But that's that's my advice. Um. All right. So I think we can just kind of get into it. I, I'm I'm go. Normally, I would let the guest go first. I'm going to ask your permission to um, start with the first card. Please, please take it away. Uh, you know, I need to introduce my girl. <laughs> Um, Go for it. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to start with Zyrella the, the Devout, which is an eight mana hero card with a battle cry. Trigger the death rattle of every friendly minion that died this game, and the hero power is starts out as uh, two mana, restore five health, flip each turn, and the flip side of it is uh, hero is deal five damage. So it's it, I like the story implications of like her struggling with the the void shard and with the um you know with the dark and the light and going back and forth like i think that's really cool um this is this is a house of a card and i mean i've already been 
kind of, you know, playing around with a lot of resurrect uh, mechanics with Amulet of Undying and see how that's going to go and playing with Moargs and Moarg, um, what are the Forge Fiends? And I have to be specific because there's not just one Moarg now. Yeah, um, so many Moarg. <laughs> and, uh, and Light Shower Elementals. And, and, and that's really powerful when you can get it to go off. And if this can go off the same way, I mean, and we've got some other cards in this set that are powerful death rattles that aren't just like heal you and gain you armor. But I mean, this is probably going to heal the fall and gain you, ten, you know, eight to 16 armor plus summon a couple of Koraks, which we talked about yesterday. We're getting a diamond Korak in this set for the rewards track, which I am extremely excited to abuse. And I mean, it's a little bit slow, but I mean, priest is a little bit slow. So, and then we get mind blast every other turn. So, I mean, what's not to like? Very, very good synopsis. I think even though it's slow, you can gain a lot of life and armor when you play this. So it gives you a little bit of survivability that a lot of other decks and hero cards don't give. So that's pretty cool. I'm insanely jealous by the battle cry, though. This would be just bonkers good in Hunter. So this card I am legitimately jealous of. The healing part on the hero power, eh, that's kind of mediocre. But the rest of it is just so good. I, I figured this would speak to you. I mean, just, just doing death rattle things is something that we have in common. And, I mean, the death rattles that I'm doing are probably not the death rattles that you're doing. Though, I mean, we could play Auspicious Spirits and get a Tonk off every so often. And, and you know, that would be fun. I would enjoy that. I do enjoy getting the occasional accidental Tonk. I, wa- I probably should be responsible and give this a four. I really want to give it a five. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I, I think that there, it's not, it's not really asking that much of you. It's just asking you to play death rattles, which you're already heavily incented to do in anything. That's not a shadow priest. I think shadow priest obviously doesn't want this because shadow priest would very much like its opponent to be dead by turning. Um, but other than that, like any sort of a control, a control priest, like this gives a reasonable win condition without going in all in on like, bs generation right like it it actually gives priest a way to put a clock on the opponent it's a slow clock but it's a clock which is something that we haven't really had outside of like shadow reaper anduin which is you know this is not shadow reaper anduin but few things are shadow reaper anduin is a it's a hunter card now just just dodge the mass polymorph and you're good oh god yeah the the mass polymorph but i mean you've got so many death rattles that you're gonna play probably and even like you know you know, call the grave and stuff like that. If you really need to, that you could probably like, they can only mass polymorph so many times. And, you know, you've got things like hysteria or whatever to, to try to get them to go off on your turn. But that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Th- I agree. This card card's solid. I would be willing to give it a five. I think it's maybe that's just out of jealousy, but, but I love it. You know, I, I loved it. I'm going to hate it, but yeah, you know, jealousy is a reasonable way to, uh, to, to rate a card. So I'm okay with that. Sweet. Uh, so this is, um, is it Najak? Najak? I have no Hexen? idea. <laughs> four mana, one four. Battle cry, take control of an enemy minion, and death rattle, give the minion back. So I think this is kind of an interesting kind of tech card. I'm not sure if it goes in every priest deck, but, you know, the idea of taking your opponent's taunt to protect... Najak, and then you know maybe you can kind of hold on to the minion for or until it dies even um seems possible i don't know if that's maybe that's kind of you know ideal scenario but 
uh, taking something big with this thing seems pretty appealing. Yeah, I, I think this is not actually a control priest card, I don't think. Right? Because, like, again, and I, I'm going to make another analogy to magic because I've been playing a fair amount of magic lately. And this is a card, like, there's a card in magic right now called Brutal Cathar, which it, you play it and then it exiles, which basically just wipes off the board on an, an opponent's minion until it dies, right? And then it gives it back to them. And that's a card that's not played in a control deck. That's played typically in aggro decks, right? To get tempo and to get an opponent's minion off the board. If it's like a large, you know, a large minion that can block, like you'll get that off the board and out of the way. I think that's where you want to be using this in Shadow Priest, where you're using this kind of like a, a slightly better version of Maiev, right? Where you're getting a minion off the board and you're hoping that your opponent's dead by the time of the death, that before the death rattle actually matters. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's any good, right? I think, I mean, it's the, because like the thing is like, if you're, if you're, you can't run silences as Shadow Priest because the silences are both holy spells or, or I, I guess focus will, focus will is just nothing, but it's not a shadow spell. So if you're yeah, running shadow priest, you can't actually run either of those. So the only way that you have is either running iron beak owl, which you really don't want to do, or you run this. And at least this gives you another minion. You can hit your opponent in the face with. So I, I it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to rate this. Um, I'm at a three with it. I mean, I don't hate it as much as I, uh, you know, reflexively hate my Ev and famously, but it, it's better than my Ev for doing that. Um, you know, it's it's a way to get a get a taunt out of the way, which Shadow Priest needs. It's kind of a, it's fine, right? And fine is generally a three. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll mirror you with a three then for this one. I'm feeling irritated already by my whatever minion is going to be stolen. It'll be annoying, <laughs> which is which is in line with Priest class identity. Right. True. But it's um, it's not it's you know, you don't want you don't really want to be getting this back from like an amulet of undying like ever. Right. I, I don't want to be playing a death rattle. That I don't want to be getting back from amulet of undying, which I'm playing with Zyrala. So it doesn't go into control list, but it definitely could see play in a shadow list. Gotcha. OK. Right. Apologies so, if I say if I need you to explain what these card names are. I'll, that, I'll understand it better by. Uh, dumb thing it did or something so amulet yeah. of undying is the one that you trade and <laughs> and it and it keeps re- resurrecting more things right okay cool yeah. got it got it all right so oh this will go fast shadow or devour is a one mana epic shadow spell choose a minion it steals one health from all other minions sure <laughs> like i i i i can't even get excited about this like Maybe this is like a weird anti-aggro card that you get. I, I think it's just a Wandmaker nerf. Like, it's it's another one mana spell to put into Wandmaker before it rotates. Like, I, I this is going to be so situational. You're going to hurt your own minions with it. I mean, I guess if I'm going to be like a little bit objective, this might be an inner fire card. If you're spamming enough minions, right, especially if your opponent has a board, then that's a way for you to get a lot of health on a minion. And then and then you can use the, the inner fire replacement and then hit your opponent in the face really hard with it. So maybe that's the use case. Maybe I'm talking myself up to like a three on it. But it's like I feel like there are better ways to buff your the healthier minion than this. Yeah, I was listening. The, the Vicious Syndicate guys are really high in this card. I was trying to um, 
when I first read it, I thought it was just Terra bad. But I guess if you're playing, you know, facing into a board of tokens or something, it could be pretty good as a little board clear for yeah. one mana. But I mean, we have Condemn that does like the same thing, right? True. And it doesn't hurt your minions. I mean, not that you generally like. You either have a lot of minions or you don't have any, right? Like that's that's generally what's going to happen. And it, and if you don't if you don't have a minion already, then you're buffing one of your opponent's minions and making it really hard to get rid of. Right? Like, Condemn, I could just play and do one damage to the board, and it's fine. Like, this isn't a minion-heavy list, which I think has to be the Inner Fire deck. Okay. But I'm not I'm not super excited about it. It's definitely a Wandmaker nerf. I'm willing to go up to a 3 on it just because now that I think about... Now that I think about something like a, like an Inner Fire deck, it kind of makes sense what they're going for. But it's it feels, like, really ambitious to get that to happen. I'm between a one and a two. It just seems like one of those cards Priest is going to play, and it's going to be very. It's kind of going to backfire on you guys. So I'm going to go maybe a low two on it. Yeah, that, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I want to give it a worse grade, but I feel like I'm going to be embarrassed if an inner fire deck becomes a thing. So fair enough. Um, so uh, we have a one mana spell, Gift of the Naru. It's epic and has a holy spell uh, school. Restore three health to all characters. If any are still damaged, draw a card. So to me, this seems kind of borderline crazy, right? You, It's basically, you know, heal your whole board and, you know, you get a free card from it. I just, I don't see what the downside is to, to running this. And it heals your face too. Yeah. So it heals your face, it heals your board. And if your face is, I mean, generally your face will be damaged enough that you'll draw a card and like, that seems really good. And there's things that we're getting in the set that synergize with healing things. Um, we still have that, like, I forget what the 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 horse, I forget what the name of the horse is because it's literally, it, it saw, I tried to play Kipwork for like a day after it got released and then it never again. But the one that light like every forge time. Lightforge something? Was it? Light, was it a Lightforge? Lightseed? Lightseed maybe? Um I, I, that might be it, yeah. But it was like <laughs> the horse that that whenever a minion is um, is healed, that it gets you know plus something health, you know. So like that, I could see something like that maybe happening. But I, I don't think you really need to try that hard, right? Like it's just like it, it's healing. It's a good amount of healing. Like it may not see as much, you know. It may not be as good until renew rotates because renews just, you know. I mean, it's targeted, but it's also getting you a generated spell as opposed to drawing a card. But if you kind of want to draw cards now, because you want to, if you're playing Amulet of Undying, you want to get to the point where you're just cycling the trading a lot to get them pumped up. Because um, you want to get, you want to keep like cycling the trades so that they get up to summoning six or seven minions apiece, right? So you want to kind of grind through your deck and draw through it quickly, which is not something that we've wanted to do in Priest before. Um, so the draw a card is good. I, I mean, this is an easy four. Like you're not building around this, but I, I have a hard time not just like slamming this in most decks, in most non-shadow decks, I guess. You can play this if everyone's at full health. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not going to do anything, right? Because they're not. Gonna I guess still it doesn't do anything then. Yeah, because because the, you would need at least something to stay damaged. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give it a three because. Yeah. Because of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock it down for that. Yeah. Oh, I guess it is all characters, so it heals your opponent and all their stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's that could be good for me. Yeah. Right, so reading is fundamental. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> and so you know that's something that you know it's 
there, I mean, for Zyrella also, that's a hell of a, of a way to set up a Zyrella clear. True. You know, cause like that's a lot of healing that you can get. And then you can pretty much clear whatever you want with something like that. Especially if you're healing their face, you're healing your face. Like, even if that's just the case, you're getting like six damage off that. So that's like five mana for a full board clear. I'll, I'll take that too. Yeah. Yeah. That combo is going to be nuts. Oh, I, I can't wait. <laughs> um, Undying Disciple is a 6-mana 3-7 taunt with Death Rattle. Deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. Um, yeah. I'm interested in this. Like, I, I like to... I played Tunnel Blaster back when that was in Standard. And that... Was that before your time? No, you were you played... You oh, played yeah. Cobalt, was, right? I, oh, yeah. I was, I was in... I started right before Old Gods. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you, yeah. So, you remember Tunnel Blaster. I mean, not that Tunnel mm-hmm. Blaster saw a ton of play, but... Oh, I put it in my Death Rattle decks because I, I hated Token Druid. Oh, yeah. So, oh. You, 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 know the, you know the feeling. So, like, that's... Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you can buff this, then even better. But even just, like, three damage across the board. Like, three damage AoE doesn't really go as far as it used to, but it's still not nothing, especially if your opponent needs to trade into this and it's going to weaken the minions along the way. Um, and then I believe it's still... I I have a, I keep seeing like conflicting things. I believe when it retriggers, it still does the three damage. Um, because the minions' attack was still three, you know, in the Deadpool or whatever. Um, so like if it's putting making Zarella a board clearing and it did, or or possibly a big board clear or waves of board clears, which is even better for clearing death rattles, right? If you have two of these, it's going to be two separate activations. That's going to be good for clearing off like like death rattles that are going to spawn other things or clearing off divine shields or whatever, which is better than just like a six mana AOE. Two quick thoughts on this. I mean, I, it's disgusting that you can buff the attack before you potentially trade it off or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many cards do that, but the other thing that I'm wondering about is what decks this really fits into, right? Like, does this go in your your new Zyrella deck. This yeah. doesn't really go in like a Miracle deck, does it? No, I mean, Miracle is like getting so tight on minions now. It's basically just like, I think it's Drek'thar and, and Nazmanis and let's, and like maybe a Mr. Smite and that's like it. Um, but yeah, you're not really running, you're trying to run as few minions as possible because you want to cycle as many spells as possible. But like in a, a standard, like, you know, Death Rattle control deck. Yeah, I think we run this. Like this seems... You you kind of need a, a more variety of things that for the death rattles to do. That's true. Yeah. You know, okay. like because you probably want a Korak, so you're getting some board. This will this will give AOE. You can get uh, maybe you don't even need to run the Moargs. You might need to if you need armor against things like like Garrets if they refuse to die or um, you know anything that's doing a lot of damage. Like if you need to get a bunch of armor, then you can do that. Um, the light showers can heal you. Like you want a variety of things for it to do. You don't want it to just be like. Okay, well, it's one big heal, and then um, and then you have the hero power. Like you want to be able to get bored and ideally clear, you know, get some tempo out of it as much as priest gets tempo. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not exactly. talking about like you know Wolper Tigger tempo. I'm talking about like a thing on board, but you know that's still tempo. I think I'm going to give it a four just because it's going to be the yeah. scourge of my existence. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. It's going to be in every Zyrella death rattle deck. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving it a four too. It's an easy four. Like this is, th- this feels like, um, convincing infiltrator, not quite as good as convincing infiltrator. Cause nothing is good as, as good as convincing infiltrator, especially the, the voice line of convincing infiltrator. But, um, but this is a very good card. It reminds me a lot of convincing infiltrator 
which is is I only have good feelings about convincing infiltrator, unlike some people. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, bless now. Yes. So two mana rare spell, uh, give a minion plus two health, then set its attack to be equal to its health. So inner fire is back. I think this is kind of scary. I mean, honestly, inner fire priest is one of those decks that I had the most respect for because it just kind of seemed more honest than everything else that was going on with the class. So yeah. Punch you in the face for 30 in a turn is honest. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's good old hearthstone there. You know, there's no trickery going on. It's buffing a minion and going face. That seems pretty good. Was, was wall priest. Was that honorable? No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> Too much resing going on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Inner Fire is is a card, right? And this is this is clearly Inner Fire. It's slightly better. I mean, it costs two instead of one, but it also gives you a little bit more attack on top of it because it's the health buff. The health buff becomes an attack buff, just naturally. Um, the thing is, we haven't really had we've had Inner Fire for a long time, and we've had Inner Fire without Divine Spirit for a long time before they pulled that out of core and. Because Divine Spirit got got rotated early. And Inner Fire without Divine Spirit was never really a thing. I mean, we we tried. We tried hard with some of those decks. And then, like, Miracle would try to get there. Um, but it's just, like, it's not... If you're not actually hitting your opponent in the face for 30, it's, you know, with, like, doubling the, the, the health twice and then hitting them in the face, it's just not consistent enough as a win condition. Um, you'd like it to be. And and I mean, we could get other things, right, that will make it that way. So I'm not saying this is bad. I think it's good to have an option like that in the game. But I don't, like, I see a bunch of people posting on Twitter, like, oh, Priest Wincon's back. Like, well, yeah, but I don't think you're OTKing with this without other support that we just don't seem to have. Um, gotcha. You know, <clears throat> so, like, I think it's good that it exists. Um, I think that it's you know it's it's a solid three it's going to be part of some sort of a deck that's going to do this because people love inner firing people in the face um but i i don't i i'm not scared of this being like a terror of the meta the way that divine spirit inner fire was because inner fire was never the star of that deck it was always divine spirit i think you talked me down to a two okay i don't know just, just out of spite because it's a priest card and <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's probably a three right like it i'm just you know if, if you guys aren't making the health too big, then it doesn't seem that scary. I'm telling I'm, I'm, I'm just, I feel like it's a piece of the puzzle that you need, but I don't, well, I guess, okay. So I guess if we're saying that yeah. this is, this is a build around, then it's probably a four. It's, I guess if I'm saying that, cause it is going to be a build around at some point, but I just, I don't expect that this deck is going to be as easy to pull off as people think it is. Yeah, come on, you always get the Frazzled Freshman, and you put this on it on turn two, and you have a 6-6. Six, six. Come on, that's that's OP, right? Yeah, but Frazzled Freshman's a Shadow Priest card, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you, you're, you're not allowed to run that in, uh, in, in, in non-Shadow Priest. I don't make the rules. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it to you. I'm not going to be trying it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll so stick we'll with my on. three, then. <laughs> so we'll move on to uh, Priest's objective, which is Storm Pike Aid Station, which is... A three-mana spell at the end of your turn, give your minions plus two attack, plus two health, rather. Plus two attack would be a very different card. At the end of your turn, give your minions plus two health, last three turns. So, again, if we're doing inner fire things, we want to buff health. 
And if we want to buff health and we want to buff health repeatedly, this is a way to do it. I feel like we have much better ways to do that than this. Um, I, I could see combo priest, like, like inner fire priest. I'm calling inner fire priest. Even if it's blessed, I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm, call, I'm still calling inner fire priest, but like if inner prior, fire priest really wants to like buff up health, then maybe you run this, but this seems like something you're just going to get and discover and you take it sometimes because the other options are worse. Gotcha. Yeah. I, this card seems awful. Like I, I would love to see yeah. this get play and just have all the tempo. Yeah. Cause I feel like those decks are going to want a little bit of tempo to get a, you know, start getting minions on board and just taking turn three or three mana off seems, seems terrible to set this up. So, well, I, I mean, know. taking three mana off is kind of like priest jam. You know, like, like, you know, that's that's a hero power pass turn most of the time. That's not really a big loss like it is in a lot of other decks. But but, yeah, I do see your point. I, I'm I'm hedging with it, too, just because I could see this in the in the inner fire list. But it's it it's just ugh, I don't I don't really want to do this. I don't want this to be good because it just seems like it's it's just like awful. And it's I mean, it's slow for priests, which is saying something. So it's true. Yeah, I, I don't know if I said it, but I'll give it a one, I think. Uh, all right. Uh, next, we have Spirit Guide, uh, five mana, five, five with Taunt, common. It has Death Rattle, draw a holy spell, and a shadow spell. So, good stats for the cost. Draws you two cards, including Raise Dead. It seems pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Priest card draw sucks. Right. Just like just outright sucks right now. And, and it that became very obvious to me when I was trying to build out the, the amulet deck. And because you really, really want to again, you really, really want to draw through your deck with the amulet deck because you want to get to the point where you're cycling the trades a lot. Right. So. It's it, it occurred to me, like how outside of the tradables, like there's just nothing like we're playing multicaster. Because you're running Holy and Shadow, right? Like, that's the best that there is. And it's not bad, right? But this is basically multicaster on a taunt, right? So, I, I mean, I'm taking an, a glass of ice water in hell when it comes to card draw to begin with. We're running Holy spells and Shadow spells in those decks. And then this is also a taunt to protect your face. It triggers again with Zyrella, which gets you more card draw, which gets you through your deck, which gets you to trading to resurrect a bunch of the death rattles. This feels really, really good to me. I'm actually really excited to have legitimate card draw, and it's tutors too, right? Like it's it's effectively two tutors, so you can, if you want to, if you really want to, like target this, right? Like if you just want to have amulet be the only shadow spell in your deck, so that you can trade it in and get more and get more activations off of it. That's a thing that you can do too. Um. So I'm I'm really excited. I think this is one of the better. This is actually one of the better cards that Priest got this set, which is saying something. Yeah, I'm not too scared of it. So I don't know. I'm gonna give it a three. It seems fine. I don't know if you. I guess you put it in your death. You put it in your Zyrella deck. Yeah. Oh yeah. You put that in the Zyrella deck. I'm I'm gonna give it a four. I originally gave it a five. I'm gonna give it a four because it's not the build around, but it is almost certainly going to be uh you know in most control decks i would say just because it's it, it does it does everything that you want to do in a priest minion right it's annoying it draws you cards it comes back from a debt from from amulet of undying like it's doing all the things that that deck wants to do i um i actually don't think it's that annoying that's why i'm well, gonna I mean, give it a three. are annoying right 
Like it doesn't. It, mean, <laughs> it means you don't get to go face that turn, or you have to you have to think about how you're going to go face right. And you don't want to think; you just want to hit the face right. That's true. It's not as annoying as Undying Disciple, so that's well, why this gets a lower rating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not following the rating scale very well, am I? That's okay. I mean, I, I, I'm giving you some latitude for priest cards. I understand how it is. So, um, all right. So we'll move on to Deliverance, which um, is a three mana holy spell. Deal three damage to a minion. Honorable kill. Summon a new three three copy of it. And this is another card that people were going, you know, bananas for. And we've already talked at length on part one of this card review, how I'm kind of down on honorable kill across the board. And this is like three mana Holy Smite most of the time. And Holy Smite is a card we pay one for. And like every once in a while, you're going to get a three, three. And that may not even be good for you, depending on what the three, three is. Because then you're getting it in a raised dead pool. You may not want it in the raised dead pool. Um, if it's a death rattle, it might be a death rattle that you don't want to be getting out of Amulet of Undying. Like there's a lot of ways that getting a, getting a new copy, if it's not your minion, can go bad. And it's like even then, right? Like I don't really want to pay. Like we have um, we have uh, initiation. I think it's what it is. I forget because it's because like, it's a card that I never play unless I discover it, which is the six mana deal for and then you know summon a minion if it's similarly copy if it dies and that gets like a full cost version not like a little a little nerfed version so i'm i'm really really down on this this is like a discover thing you're gonna randomly get sometimes oh yeah yeah you'll take it because you need to remove a minion right and that's you're what you're a offered three, three tonk versus me and i'm gonna cry you know <laughs> i mean that that'll be on trolled and i'll enjoy that but it's you know, I mean, even that, it's like, you know, good luck getting that to happen, right? Like, three is not easy to do just because, like, you know, the, you can, again, you can bring it down, but you can't bring it up. So three is actually kind of high for something for honorable kill. It's mm-hmm. not going to be as easy to, to kill something with honorable kill with three damage. And, yeah, like, for three mana, like, no thank you. This is, yeah, it's I'm like, it a one. yeah, I'm giving, <laughs> it a, I'm giving it a one also. Like, this is, this is basically if, like, um... If uh, what you would call it, why can I not think of card names? The the shaman, um, the shaman portal was bad. Oh yeah, serpent shrine. Serpent shrine portal. Yeah, if serpent shrine portal was just a bad card, then that's what this would be. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so next we have luminous geode. It's a two mana minion with one four stat line. It's common and an elemental. And after a friendly minion is healed, give it plus two attack. Uh, I guess this goes in your blessed deck. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to be good in that deck or not. I, it could, right? I mean, if you're doing a lot of healing, like if if you are playing the kind, and I don't know what the hell kind of deck this would be, because it would, it, the way that I would expect this deck to go would be Shadow Priest, and this is not you're not healing in Shadow Priest, but like if you had like a wide board, right, and then you played a Gift of the Naru. And you healed your whole board and then buffed it all and then got to attack with it. Like that would be a way that we could that we could do that. But I, I that's a shadow priest that we're talking about. And normally we don't do that, right? Unless we're like unless it's like really late game and we got like a seven minion amulet of undying off. Right. And then at that point, you know, like that's win more anyway. So 
this might be better after rotation, you know, because like we're gonna have less to work with. But yeah, it's this seems ambitious right now. Yeah, I don't know even how much better it is than the freshman, right? <clears throat> I mean, it's got the elemental tags. Maybe that'll be relevant at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I misread this at first, and I thought it was after a friendly after a friendly minion is healed, give this minion plus two attack. Oh, and that's that actually would, how I read it. <laughs> yeah, and that would be broken, right? Like that would be amazing. But this is giving the minion that was healed plus two attack, right? So it's spreading those attacks across the board if you're healing the board. I thought it would be like, you know, you peel a board of seven and this goes up to like, what is it, like, you know, 15-4 uh, and then you get to hit them in the face with it? Like, that would be great. Um, that's not how this works, though. So this is almost like a turn four play or something. It's not a tempo card, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It, it's, almost, it's almost like ETC in a way. Like in a weird way, you know, it's like a two mana one four that you're never playing on two, that you're always playing alongside a bunch of other stuff. It's very weird, but yeah, I'm at a two with it just because I feel like there might be something here, but I'm not really sure how to get it to work. I'm gonna give it a two only because I'm gonna. This is gonna be some surprising value trades I wasn't expecting off of this, and it's gonna annoy yeah. me. So, <laughs> okay, so we're we're. we're we're through the worst of it. We've gotten through the priest. Hey. Well, the best of it for me, the worst of it for you. We've gotten through the priest cards, so we can we can talk about rogue now. And I'll, I'll <laughs> let you have the honors of introducing um, the hero card for rogue. The, the best card in the set, <laughs> yeah, easily. Uh, so we have Shadow Crafter Scabs, seven mana legendary hero card. Gives five armor, like the rest. A battle cry, return all minions to their owner's hands and summon two 4 2 shadows with stealth. So you get vanish and two 4 2s with stealth for for seven mana along with your five armor. And then the. Uh, I'm forgetting what the hero power does. It, it, um, it's free and it. Yeah, and it, the next card you play this turn costs two less. This seems fair. Yeah, I want to just cheat mana every turn on your hero power. And meanwhile, my animal companion costs three mana. <laughs> and I don't even get to mind blast uh, every turn. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess like if you don't have cards, then you know this is not that great. The hero power, but Rogue always has cards. So, yeah, it's. I mean, Vanish was already broken enough for them to have to rotate it to Wild. It was broken. I mean, again, that was like back when like. Uh, when when uh, the bunny hopper was was in was still in standard, uh, pogo hopper was still in standard, right? But even so, even so, like it's not like there are not already things that Rogue wants to do that involve being able to replay its own minions, and then on top of it, you get to get a full, get a board clear, which Rogue normally does not have access to, and you get to have two four twos with stealth. That get to hit your opponent in the face, and then you get to manage cheat for the rest of the game. Like, talk about a tempo swing, right? Like, as a hunter, there's going to be probably a hundred games next expansion where I'm about to kill the rogue, and they play this card, and then they flip t- flip the table on me, and I uh, can just it, it it's going to be uh, it's going to be an experience. I'm going to run, I'm going to be running some tech or something for these shadows, probably. We'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, the, you know, you have to run taunts. Yeah, or explosive <laughs> you have to trap, run the yeah. mountain bear in order to, to protect yourself from the fortus. But we, we we like it. We'll we'll run out of explosive traps. Maybe I don't know something. Like what's the downside to this? Really? Like right. I, I don't like. Is there is there even a rogue deck where you don't want this effect? 
I was wondering right? wondering about Quest Rogue, but they do want to replay their SI minions. Yeah. Or scabs. You'd want to replay scabs too. You know, get hit them in the face for nine, play the you know, play the quest reward, stealth it, hit them in the face for nine, play the hero card, bounce it back to your hand, do it all again next turn. Like that seems okay. <laughs> I'd be I'd be okay with that. That seems like a reasonable amount of value. How are they gonna nerf this card? Maybe we should talk about that. The three two stealths. Two two stealths. I don't know. Re- return all minions to, to your opponent's hand? I don't I don't know. Like how do you, I don't know how you nerf this, but it feels like there like what rogue deck does not this is not fit in. Because like most of the hero cards that we talked about, like they don't fit somewhere, right? Like you don't really want Tavish in Quest Hunter. You don't you you don't want Zyrella in Shadow Priest, right? Like, where does Scabs not fit? It fits fine in Gar- in Garrett Rogue. Like, you wouldn't mind having this effect as like a defensive tool because that deck you know sometimes needs it. You're fine with this in Quest Rogue. You're probably fine with this in Weapon Rogue because I mean, you know, it, sometimes you just need to be able to protect your face and get rid of a board. And Weapon Rogue traditionally has trouble with dealing with wide boards. So this is a way to do that. Like, what is, what is, and you're getting to develop tempo when you're doing this. Where's the downside? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it, it just seems busted good. So it's easy five for me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, normally I don't give cards that aren't build arounds a five, but I think this, this feels like it's a nerf waiting to happen. Maybe I'm overreacting to it, but it, and, 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 you know, usually I tend to overreact to the rogue cards one way or the other. But I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. Like, it's, it, it seems too good. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but I don't, I don't get it. So, yeah, I'm, it's an easy five for me, too. Maybe it's clunkier than it seems in practice. I don't know. But um, thankfully, in order to balance this out, rogue got a whole bunch of burgle rogue nonsense in this, in this set. So at least that's some you know cold comfort that they're not getting a whole set full of busted cards because a lot of them are just a burgle rogue and burgle rogue is i mean is traditionally a meme so um so carathene 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 i think it's carathene fleet runner is a five 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 mana five five legendary minion battle cry replace your minions in hand and deck with ones from other classes they cost two less so this is deck of lunacy for minions on a stick I, sure. I will probably have this played against me. I will be extremely annoyed. Um, I don't think we really want Deck of Lunacy for minions. Yeah, I think of the Burgle tools they got, this is one of the worst cards. So I think uh, I don't see this getting any play outside of some extreme meme situations. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I'm going to get this in Golden. Like, that's that's already, like, that's that's been settled. I guess someone in chat's pointing out this. This I don't think this does return neutrals, right? It's other classes. Oh, other so classes. I guess, so it's not. That's right. Yeah, the, I, yeah. That's. But that's there reading. are still there are still a lot of options, right? Like when they printed yeah. Deck of Lunacy, there were like two, you know, eight cost spells or whatever. And, yeah. You know. Maybe if that's the case, maybe there's a way to build. Oh God, I hate even saying this. Maybe there's a way to build it so you can get like the things that you want the way um, that that you do with Deck of Lunacy. But maybe it's the post rotation thing where the minion pool gets smaller and then this card gets better. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this might be a four set card. God, I hope not. <laughs> I really don't want this to be a thing. 
I really, I really just don't. I'm uh, going to give it a one for now yeah. because I don't know. That just seems unlikely, right? There's, yeah, they're no, they're going to keep printing some garbage, big minions that rogue's not going to want. So yeah, no. Cool. Um, shall we move on? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So we have the lobotomizer. It's a two mana epic two, two weapon with honorable kill. Get a copy of the top card of your opponent's deck. So like Carathine <laughs> or Serathine, I think this is probably also trash. I don't think. Yeah, what Rogue were you really... saying about that being the worst, the worst Burgle card in the set? This, like... this one is on par. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, Rogue doesn't really like running other weapons in their deck unless they're stupid good, and this is you know far from it. So yeah. I don't really see this getting any play. I, I mean, you can play Blackwater Cutlass, which is a one mana two two that actually does something, as opposed to a two two a two mana two two that most of the time will not do anything. So yeah, this is this is an easy one. This is this is trash. Like I I I usually hesitate to say something is trash. This feels I would I would be very surprised if this sees any play. Well, good. <laughs> like uh, good. The rogue, rogue earned it with all the Garrett Rogue stuff this this set. They they earned getting a card like that. Love it. Um Forsaken Lieutenant is a 2 mana 2/2 two, two epic. With stealth, after you play a death rattle minion, become a two-two copy of it with rush. So, if you really, really want to get a death rattle off, this is a way to do it. Clearly, we're getting other, we're getting other death rattle support in the set too. Um, I don't, I don't hate this. Um, it's, you know, it's there's still a way to clear it. You you kind of have to have a death rattle that's going to come out soon after this because you don't want to leave it on the board too long. Um, but it is a way to be able to more more realistically get a copy of a death rattle down without being it being like necrium apothecary so you know i think it's okay yeah i'm kind of curious to see how the death rattle synergy comes together like this with the other card we haven't seen yet reconnaissance seems really solid so i'm not i i don't want to undervalue this because this could be you know, depending on what death rattles are getting, this could be pretty good. But Rogue's kind of going to be trying to get them from other classes, I think, more so yeah. than their own stuff. Yeah, and, and you're not you're not really going to be able to cheat out a death rattle like you were able to with Necrim or Apothecary. Like that was yeah. letting you get a death rattle from like a nine drop early. This is still going to make you play the minion, and then you just get two copies of it right away. So it's a little bit less scary than that, but it's still like. Anytime you have death rattles triggering more than once, that's always a little bit spooky. So I'm at, I'm at basically a three with it. I think it wouldn't be too hard to combo something like a Nerubian egg or something with the other yeah. card, but we'll, we can get to that one and maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you want a, th- a draw off a Thalnos or something like, I don't know. There, there are things you can do. Um, I'm sure somebody will, will come up with something obnoxious and I'll be very annoyed on day one. Like, so I, I can't think of the busted thing, you know, right now. So I'm going to give it a three, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, and speaking of death rattles triggering twice, we have – oh, this is this is you. So you can oh, go ahead. Okay. We have the objective for Rogue uh, Snowfall Graveyard, a three-mana spell, and your death rattles trigger twice, and it lasts for three turns. So I think I would be surprised if this card was good because it's so tempo negative and the Rogue's all about the tempo. Um, but – maybe there's something out there that you know just the fact that this you know you don't have to set this up right like 
you know, Hunter had to play a four mana necro mechanic to get this effect. So, or a Baron Rivendare, right? So, I don't know. This, you know, this has potential. It's just a little clunky, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess like Rogue today, right? Their turn three is Shroud of Concealment. So, you know, the three mana do nothing is not terrible for Rogue if they can capitalize it on the next couple turns. Um, you know, they, yeah. the thing yeah. is that they have to do this and then they have to be able to get a Death Rattle minion in play and have the Death Rattle trigger. So it's like, it's a little bit slower than that. It's not like the Death Rattles immediately trigger, right? So you have to play this, get it in play. Then, I mean, you might have a Death Rattle trigger, Death Rattle in play already, but more likely not. You're going to get this set up and then you have two turns to capitalize on it. it it is pretty slow and i think i thought when i when i rated this that it was better than that um but i kind of want to play jade rogan wild with this oh yeah you know because like that's that's always where i go back to with death rattles like i just like jamming bigger bigger green men um and and that's fine i i think that it's if it's playable it's scary right because, like, you can just set this up. A Death Rattle deck is generally going to take the first couple turns off anyway, because a lot of their more powerful Death Rattles are going to be a little bit more expensive. And then if you can get that to go off, it's just you need to be able to get the Death Rattle to trigger at the time. I guess you could play, like, Forsaken Lieutenant on two, Snowfall Graveyard on three, then you play you play whatever your, your, um, your Death Rattle is, and then you can get it to go off twice. Like, maybe that's Magical Christmas Land. But maybe it's not. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good reminder about Wild. I have a Reno Death Rattle Rogue deck. I've got my golden portrait with. Maybe I'll throw this in there. Oh, there you go. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure the synergies there for this, but this could be really good if they get the right Death Rattle package yeah. together. So I'm, maybe I'm between like a two and a three on it. For now, it seems like more of a two. Yeah, I'm at a three with it because it's because I feel like it. It this could be busted, right? Like this is one of those cards that I would look at a rogue chart and say this is trash, and then I'm surprised. And so that this is the kind of the kind of card that I would look at and rate low. Low, so I'm probably compensating for that. But I feel like this could see some some like the you know the thing with the with the objectives is that they seem really really underwhelming until a lot of them. I mean, not the priest one. The priest one just is underwhelming. But like most of them, like they look underwhelming until you realize that you're setting it up, and then it gets to stick around. Your opponent can't remove it. So it's rogue, kind of like the. Yeah. Like the shrines from Rastakhan, except not completely terrible. That's true. And Rogue does have prep, so yeah. this can kind of be faster than you were thinking, maybe sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, I mean, if you could get yeah. this down same turn, right? Then that's not bad. Cool. Okay. So we can move on to um, Contraband Stash, which is five ma- a five mana spell, um, rare spell. Replay five cards from other classes you play this game. Please don't do this. Just, just don't do this. <laughs> I, I no. Just like I mean, Tess was a card. It saw some play. It was fine. We've moved on. Let's leave that in the past. Like, uh, I don't. I don't really just don't want Burgle. I, I'm glad they're <laughs> getting bad Burgle Rogue cards. I just don't. I hate playing against Burgle Rogue. So, yeah, like this seems really good for the mana. Are they going to have played five Burgle cards? Like, at what point in the game are they going to have played five opposing cards? I don't know. I mean, they have to they have to generate them and then draw and then play them. So that's going to take a while. 
Um, and they're not going to have control over what they get, right? So, like, they could be expensive, and it could just take them a while to play them. I mean, I guess any um, any minions that are... If it's if it behaves like Tess, which I assume it does, any minions come in without their battle cry, so they just get summoned. Uh, or I guess it's replay. So uh, that's actually a good question. Now that I'm saying that out loud, do the battle cries go off? Because it's saying replay. And I'm not sure if that's how Tess was was worded. I'm not sure either. It makes it the replay does make it seem like the battle cries will go off, but yeah, because I think the wording is slightly different than because no, Tess said replay also. Okay, so I remember okay. the battle cries going off for her. Yeah, no, the battle cries didn't go off for um for for um oh yeah, Murr is on too. I should know that. Yeah, so yeah, the, so the replay is that's the same wording as Tess, so the battle cries won't go off. So so you know, crisis averted. What about this in a Maestro deck? Is that going to be like what is what if, what about this card being the thing that breaks your concealment? Oh, you I mean you break it beforehand because you're going to have to generate the cards from other classes, right? Oh, that's true. I guess you'd be playing like well, playing like neutrals and stuff, right? Yeah, you just have to. I mean, but neutrals aren't going to count for this. So you'd have to you'd have to give away that you're a rogue before you get to this point. And even then, even if that weren't the case, like you're generally getting cards from like you know several other classes, right? Like you kind of you kind of give up the game before you get to that point. I would imagine. Gotcha. Yeah, I, this it, it seems like a lot of stuff for five mana. Yeah, I think I'm going to give this a three. I'm not really sure they're going to be able to burgle enough, but it yeah. seems kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, I guess I need to come up to a three also, just because like. Oh yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna do stuff. I don't want it to, but it's going to. So yeah, it's probably a three. Like in that deck, it's it's the re- it's probably the reason you're playing the deck. Just please don't. <laughs> uh, I forgot whose turn it is now. It's yours. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we have the Wild Paw Knoll. It's a five mana fourth five with rush. And it costs one less mana for each card you've added to your hand from another class. So maybe I'm getting confused with Maestra, or Maestra, or I don't know how you say it, but everyone's saying this discounts with every card you draw off uh, Maestra, but are those other classes' cards? No, they're not. They're still, they're, you're still drawing rogue cards. Oh, wait, no, I guess maybe it is, right? Because, like, if you're, so this is like the old when you replayed another class is hero you become that class oh so, right so, so you're drawing you're, rogue cards as a priest right and then they're, yeah. they're considered other classes I so see. you're not a rogue when you're in maestro mode right so if you draw a bunch of stuff then you're making this for it seems like a lot of work <laughs> like for a four or five rush when you can't evolve it unless you generate an evolve spell off of shaman oh god i'm annoyed even just thinking about that but like you know, it's it's a lot of work just for like a four or five rusher, right? You could just play Goldshire and all, you know, and and you know, Rogue adds enough stuff to their hand anyway. You could just play Goldshire and all; it'll probably be just as cheap. True. Like you know, without having to do Maestro shenanigans, you're probably if you're playing this card, even like you're probably playing enough other jank that you're gonna you're gonna just make this free anyway. I don't think you necessarily need to go down the Maestro. I mean, I'm sure people will because you know that's a thing people want to do, but. right? And you kind of it has to sit in your hand for four or five turns, I guess, before it maybe five turns before it's free. So that seems you know without any other help. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like turbo draw. I mean, if you're 
because if you're trading, right, if you trade like a Blackwater Cutlass, that doesn't pull you out of Maestro mode, right? I don't know. I don't think you're playing a card at that point. Like you're trading it. It does reveal the tradable to the opponent. Right. But I don't think that I don't think that pulls you out of it gives up the game to your opponent, but I don't think it changes your portrait. I hate that we're thinking this hard about this. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's something that I uh, if I played, I I had a golden maestro and I dusted it. So (laughs) maybe I'd be more familiar. It's not just golden priest cards that you dust. (laughs) I got to I got to craft those golden hunter cards. It's priority here. I'm. I'm still at a two with this. Like, uh, it's so like Manichee is so scary though, right? Like, I could see this being easy to discount somehow. We're not thinking. Yeah, of. but it's a it's a chill one, Yeti with Rush. Like, it's not you know if again if they had ways to evolve it, you know, naturally without like high rolling, then I'd be a little bit more scared about it. I don't think there are any neutral evolve cards, right? Like, there aren't. Um, because like. Really. Because I think they're all they're all shaman cards. So you're like, you, yeah, you could you could high roll it evolve with this, and like that'll be annoying. But it's not something you can like. It's not like evolve shaman with Mogu Flesh Shaper where you could build a deck around it. You know, so true. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three, Manichip, but it's Manichip, yeah. yeah, it's Manichip for like a four or five rush. Like fine, great, you did it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it unfolds. Right? You can tell how excited I am about this archetype, but yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so double agents a three three a three mana three three common minion battle cry if you're holding another a card from another class, summon a copy of this. So I mean I guess you're playing this in the Burgle Rogue. It's probably I mean, getting two three threes if you're if you're all if you're committed to the theft lifestyle, then you're probably gonna have something in your hand by then anyway. And then fine, then you get two three threes. I mean two three threes for three is pretty good. I feel like I'm missing something with the burglar cards. Maybe we need to go back and study what they've already got. But a lot of people are rating this really highly, and I'm not. Yeah, it's good tempo. You know, like how but easy giving... is it to burgle something by turn three? Yeah, I mean, you're it's it, you're giving up tempo to be able to get tempo, right? Because like you're giving up tempo on turn one or turn two to just play something that's going to add something to your hand to basically pay back the tempo on turn three. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I'm not, I'm not as, as super. I mean, it's something you'll play, right? Because you'll get two three threes, but like you're kind of tempo even at that point because you've given up the tempo prior to that by just adding stuff to your hand in order to be able to cash in on the tempo this turn. So, I guess unless you're Maestro, right? And then this is the first card you play to reveal yourself. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's that's the exception, right? But like, then you're you're playing Maestro and you're drawing this, you're playing this on curve. Right. And you're not doing and you're still not doing anything else. that's not a neutral. Right. right. So you're still probably tempo negative to get this set up. Because if you play something on turn two, it's a road card or turn one. That's a road card. Then you you don't, you lose this. I think I'm going to give it a three just because it's yeah. a lot of stats. This is like you have to play two cards as Hunter to get this. So, you know, yeah. I, I mean, it's know, a three minute six, six. So if, if the stars align, I'm, I'm into three with it. Also, it's probably. It seems good. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's not it's not a, a lot of stats, right? Like, I agree that it is. I just what it's asking a fair amount of you to get those stats, and like later in the game, like two three threes don't really matter. 
if you even have, still have the cards in your hand by then. Cool. All right. Um, reconnaissance. Two mana spell. Discover a death rattle minion from another class. It costs two less. So like on turn three, you discover a bloated python and you play it for one mana. Seems pretty good. Yeah. I think there's a reasonable a, yeah. yeah, like reasonable number of cheap death rattle things you could get from this. Yeah, or I mean you set up something for the following turn. I mean, if you're already doing burgle things, you're kind of you've kind of given up the tempo lifestyle anyway, to some extent, you know? So maybe you're okay with like, you know, play play that on two and then you play a five drop on three. And that's probably fine. Um it has to be a minion, so you're not getting like well, a cavalry horn would be terrible anyway, but like, you know, I mean, so like a something that would be a like a five drop from another class would be like, well, Rat King's not bad. Yeah. Tarantula's not terrible. Teacher's Pet's pretty good. It almost seems like this goes in the same deck as the, you know, obviously the go, this goes with the lieutenant, but I wonder if you can actually make double agent work with this and a couple other things, right? Yeah. I mean, if and you get an, an Envoy Rustwicks, that's kind of the dream, right? Oh, it's yeah. like if you're if you're just all in on being annoying and <laughs> getting stuff from other classes, like that's that's the dream right there, right? Um but or like Graybo would be Graybo would be okay, right? Um you know, I'm just I'm yeah. looking at what the five drops are that you'd want to play. You know, the other class reason, thing you know. is interesting, I feel like, because the, the bad death rattle cards are mostly neutral, I feel like. Yeah. Like an Aegwin's not terrible. Um you know, you could, get, you could get a Fell Rattler and coin that out. Um, like, there's a lot of, you know, decent death rattles in, in Demon Hunter. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. I think that it's... You're still kind of all in on nonsense. And, you know, I it, it's a fun deck. It's not a deck you're going to climb with, but, you know, it's fine. I don't know. It's I'm I'm probably like I I I feel like fine means three, but I kind of want to give it a two just because I'm like annoyed that there's this much burgling. I don't know. I kind of I kind of think this card's going to be strong. I think this is going to be maybe a four. Like I I don't know. The thing is like in this meta, it does it see play? Maybe it you know gets boxed out by the other rogue ar- archetypes, but maybe it's a next meta thing. But maybe I'll just give it a three for now. But it seems like it has a lot of upside. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love it if this was if that was what rogue was relegated to after rotation. Like they just have, a, have an expansion where like they they're like old priests where they play other cards, cl- other classes cards because their cards aren't good enough, right? Like I'd be okay with that. I'd be I'd like that world, but like you know, yeah. There's been a lot of metas where like half of the ro- the best rogue deck is like neutral cards, right? <laughs> yeah, like hench I mean, clan. You know, and if we're and... if we're in that world, right? Then we're venomous scorpion. Is that is that was that Baron's venomous scorpion? It was right. So like so. you can play venomous scorpion, and then you generate this, and you play it. Like okay, you know, I don't know. Um, and then we go on. Speaking of four or five of of you know of yetis, we have cold tooth yeti, which is a three mana one five combo plus three attack. No, we're not doing this. Like, Rogue Rogue does not need to play Yetis. Even, like, three mana, four or five is not cutting it in Constructed. It's just, this is an arena card. What if you combo it with, um, like, the, what's the 3-2 that discounts Foxy your... Foxy Fraud? Yeah, what if you combo it with Foxy Fraud? I mean, 
there's better things you could do with Foxy fraud than that, right? You could you could swindle, you could SI seven agent, you could you know play scab, uh, you know like little scabs. Like there's a lot of better things you could do with Foxy fraud than you know getting a Yeti. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what deck this goes in. It goes in an arena deck is where it goes. <laughs> I'll give it a two. Yeah, I'm in a one with it. I think this is just this is this is just an arena common basically. It's probably great in arena, honestly, but not in constructed. Some other folks like like I think Jay Alexander liked this one, so I don't know. Did he? Maybe there's something I'm missing. He'd he'd find a way to abuse this, but I'm he not, said it was I'm playable. But I don't okay, know. well that's I mean that's that's not that's 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 like medium praise right like yeah, yeah. well he, he likes to call things trash so i don't know okay <laughs> maybe there's something we're not I, I i don't pretend to know like all the cards in the rogue core set or something maybe there's some synergy here i'm forgetting about but yeah i don't know but we can we can move on from burgle nonsense over to shaman over to okay, free shaman um so uh, uh of the elements is an eight mana hero card battle cry call upon the power of two elements so what happens is Brukhan's hero power flips between four options and it's randomized each turn like like you know Dr. Boom Mad Genius. So there is um so fire is deal six damage to the enemy hero. Um Earth is summon two three three or is three sorry, I made this too small and my eyes are old. Summon two two three elementals with taunt. Um lightning is deal two damage to all enemy minions, and then water is restore six health to all friendly characters. So you get to pick two of those. So you get to build a board, wipe a board, heal, or do face damage. You know, it, you know, a pair of those. And then you get this rotating for the rest of the game. I'm not sure it's the best hero card. But, like, as a hunter, I don't want to see, you know, two, two, three elementals every other turn. That seems super annoying. And they can kind of close out the games with the damage, right? They're pretty good at dealing out a lot of burst to finish games these days. Yeah, I, I guess it. I mean, it is an upgrade over the shaman hero power. I mean, we can say that much. True. I just like we've seen so many effects from these hero cards that have been like, holy crap, right? And like you can you can kind of make an argument like. Okay, either this is busted, like like Rogue, right? Or this is something that you can build a deck around, like Priest. Or this is something that's just, like, good tempo no matter what, like Hunter or, like, Druid, right? I guess Druid's not really tempo, it's more value. But it, it's something that you could just kind of play, right? And this, like... I, it just feels like underwhelming is the battle cry, and then the hero power doesn't super make up for it, right? Because, like, it's... You're not going to get to choose what it's doing, and nothing is like discover a mech, right? Um, it, it's always it, – I mean, yeah, you can heal, so you kind of got like the equal I'm, – I'm thinking of Dr. Boom because that's like the closest analog, an analog we have. But Dr. Boom had uh-huh. like, you know, summon three one ones with Rush or, you know, get, eight, get seven armor or deal three damage, you know, targeted. Um, this this damage when you get the damage is not targeted. It's always going face, which is good. But you know, against some decks, is going to be not really all that helpful. I mean, it'll be helpful because you know you do that five times and they're dead theoretically if they can't heal. But it just feels like you do this, like okay, great, <laughs> like you did it. But what you know, uh, w- what is this doing for you? Like, where does this go? It's not going an elemental shaman, 
it's not really going in quest shaman, is it? Maybe it is, but like, is it yeah. like? I mean, do you need it in quest shaman? I don't know. It's kind of slow. The more I look at it, right? Eight it's very mana? slow, and it's kind of underwhelming for how slow it is. I, I'm I'm at a three with this, which is I mean, it's still it's pro it's playable, right? Like it's still a powerful effect that's going to do something, and you get to choose what it does when it comes out, at least. But like, what it's doing is kind of eh yeah maybe some sort of control deck but quest shaman already kind of seems like a control deck to some degree it doesn't really need it. it's got perpetual flame which is a better clear than this right like yeah like quest shaman's curve tops out pretty low right it usually does yeah because you're usually overloaded so like you're gonna have to not be overloaded and get this card out right and that's most of your turn if not your entire turn your entire turn is like heal six summon two taunts or heal six, you know, clear the board, or deal six damage, you know, do a two man like like Cariel gets this and that weapon, right? Right. Like like they get they get the two mana clear and they get the weapon, which is better than the heal that you're getting off of this. And they keep that for the rest of the game. Like, I mean, I'm you know, Shaman doesn't really need the help, but yeah, I, I'm just really not seeing it. Yeah, I'm between three and a four on this. I could yeah. maybe give it a four, but maybe I'll lean in with you on the three here. Yeah. I, it just feels like, I mean, three is about as low as I would go on any of the hero cards, I think. Yeah. You know, because they're all playable, but it's just like, you know, again, this is like Cold Tooth Yeti playable, not not like, you know, Scabs playable. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, shall we right. carry yep, on? Uh, yep. We have Baron Glacier. Glacier? Glacier? Uh, it is a oh, seven gl- mana yeah, glacier, like like ice. Baron Glacier, yeah, yeah. Seven mana, six six elemental legendary for shaman. It has a battle cry for each frost spell you've cast this game. Summon a three four elemental that freezes. So on first glance, uh, this was one of the first cards we saw of the set. Everyone was just like, "Oh, lol, free shaman's back!" Haha. Uh-huh. And I think maybe it's not you know it's not the best freeze thing they got but after seeing a lot of the other freeze cards maybe this actually sees some play yeah i mean remember when they revealed watch posts and then they came out with cargal battle scar and everybody lost their minds and you know it was going to be oh we're going to play all the watch posts and then we're going to play cargal battle scar we're going to get this big board and then we're going to hit them in the face with it and like Remember how many times that worked out? You know, like that. This is the kind of the same thing. I mean, the stats are smaller. You get the freeze, like great. But I mean, it's not that hard to wipe a four health board at that point in the game. And then it's like it's requiring you to be all in on the freeze. And like there are some like the the freeze cards are not bad across the board. Like some of them are, are playable, but like you really need to be like. You need to be playing six, you know, like at least four freezes a game, right? To make this worth it. Like, I don't think you really care if you're just getting two, three, fours. Um, I would argue that they are going to play four freezes pretty easily without a full in yeah, freeze package. Maybe. I don't know if that means you run this card, but like this feels like bad Dr. Boom, you know, bad Blastmaster Boom, though, you know, like Chef Nomi's come a long way, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could evolve this, right? Like, I don't know what mana cost the three fours are. Like, you could you could revolve that board after. I mean, oh god, we're getting into such. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two. You've talked me you talked yeah. me down here. 
Yeah, like there, there, there are ways that you can make this work. I'm sure. It just feels like you're going all in on a legendary that if you don't get it to happen, it's just kind of like, okay, well, great. Even when you get it to like, like the best case scenario is okay. Well, you got a big board of three fours. Great. (laughs) You know, like congratulations. Exactly. I'm never really that. I mean, how scary is that on turn seven? Right. It's generally not very true. Especially because there's none of them have they don't they don't have taunt the freeze doesn't matter if they're you know because they don't have rush so they're not freezing anything like you just basically got a bunch of dumb minions that your opponent could just ignore and hit you in the face or just clear with you know a, any reasonable like turn seven board clear. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, maybe maybe it's some sort of meta call where it ends up being good, but yeah, I, yeah I'm not. I'm with you. It's probably probably unlikely. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the top end of some annoying evolve shaman that I'm gonna hate seeing. Oh you know, yeah, that's true. Evolve, yeah, could be good. With you know, evolve. You, play, you play box by knuckles, and then you swing. You swing that after playing this. Like, I, that seems ambitious, but you know, you, you know, you do you if that's what you want to do with it. I guess. Um, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life. You know. <laughs> um, it, it's it's not Murabi at least. So that's something. But that's true. That's true. Um, so um, you know, staying on the on the freeze theme, we have Chidi Snowballed, which is a three mana three four. After an enemy is frozen, deal three damage to it. You're not doing this. Like, you're going to stick this and then, you know, play a free spell next to it. Like, and then it's not even killing it. It's just doing three damage. Like, it's fine. But, like, you're, I just don't think you're going to have room in a deck for an effect like this. You have to be so in on freezes. And then, like, what else are you doing? Yeah, like, maybe we should have started with... Uh... Like Windchill's, I think the last Shaman card, but yeah. it kind of it kind of plays nice with a lot of these cards. Like comboing this with Windchill seems reasonable, but I agree it is a little conditional and hard to pull off. And I don't know if you would want to run GD Snowbold to me. It seems too much. Yeah, I mean you're making everything a two card combo just to, and you're not even destroying the menu. You're just dealing three damage to it. Like sometimes that matters, sometimes it doesn't. So, like, you know, it's not it's it's not Cabal Acolyte wave of wave of apathy, right? Like that's 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 a two card combo you can kinda, you know, sign up for. This is not that. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna two with this. I mean it is at least it's spider tank stats, so that's got something going for it. But uh all right, so next we have uh snowball fight, three mana frost spell epic. Um, deal one damage to a minion and freeze it. If it survives, repeat this on another minion. So you can kind of it's like a frost nova that deals damage to everything. Yeah, you do one damage to the to the board and freeze most things as long as they don't have like a prize plunderer or a you know Jerry Rig Carpenter or whatever on the board. Marsul Cub. Yeah. It's like it's like reverse primordial flame, effectively. The snowball fight's fun until someone gets you know someone dies, and then you have to call yeah. it off, right? Yeah, it's all fun games until somebody loses an eye, and then it's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean, know about this one. It seems yeah. kind of good against bigger boards and bad against smaller boards, which is weird. It, it's it's I can see running this in like it's like meta dependent, right? Like. If there's a meta where you've got a bunch of big minions, then this is fine, right? I mean, it's if they have a one health minion, it will kill it, and then it just stops the chain. But you're still at least getting removal that way. Um, and, and like a lot of shamans' removal 
is kind of smaller. Like if you talk about like lightning storm or, you know, if you need to soften something up for a primordial flame, that's, this is a good way to do it. Like you, you kind of get things into that range a little bit, um, helps with some honorable kill type things. I could see a use case for it. Um, I'm not excited about it, but it's kind of, you know, half removal, half frost Nova. That's also kind of random, but I don't, I don't hate it. It doesn't overload you at least. Yeah, I mean, it kind of <laughs> seems like more of a control card. Like, if you're trying to get tempo with freezes, this doesn't really... Is this something you want to run? I don't know. I mean, it's it's probably a quest a quest shaman card, honestly. Like, this is the kind of card you would run to kind of, you know, give yourself some time. It does. It's not terrible if you double it up. Because it'll probably end up, like... You'll probably end up piecing together a, a, a Frost Nova at the end of the day. You know, like you might need both both activations to get there, but the one the one health minion is going to get cleared. You might create another one in the process, but you know, I, it's I, you're either removing some power from the board or you're freezing things, or hopefully both. It is going to be random though. It's better random than like crackle. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's that's not saying a whole lot. But um, I think I'll give it a three. I'm at a three with it. I think it's got uses. It'll probably be a little bit better come rotation um but yeah i don't i'm not super excited about it i'm with you um and speaking of cards that i'm really not excited about glaciate first of all is it is annoying to say um is a six mana frost spell discover an eight cost minion summon and freeze it um so i did the math on this one so there are 11 minions in the Discover Pool for... 11 8-cost minions in the Discover Pool for um, for Shaman. And two of them have Taunt. There's Moarg, Forge Fiend, and um, Alakir, Alakir the Windlord, right? That's it. And th- whatever you're summoning from this has to have Taunt in order to make it any sort of a difference, mm-hmm. right? Because... If it doesn't, by freezing it on your turn, it misses its next attack, which means it's not attacking this turn, and it's not attacking next turn. So it's going to be two turns before you can do anything with that minion. So it kind of needs to have taunt in order to do anything. Otherwise, you're just summoning a thing. I mean, I guess you could evolve it, but like you have cheaper ways to evolve things. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing it either. <clears throat> I, I'm in, I'm in a one with this. Like yeah, this I'll is give just it a one too. Yeah. Seems I think like there was garbage. there was a there was another one like there was that card back in in Frozen Throne where like you know give a minion plus three plus three and freeze it that saw like literally zero play like I think even when it got discovered it wasn't played it just sat in the hand all game so yeah there there are better cards for Shaman there is some some good news for Shaman in this set got to got to gunk up the discover pool a little bit right or spell stuff okay um. Well, I get to say a good one here. So we have uh, Sleet Breaker, a two-mana 3-2 elemental. Highlight the elemental part. Battle Cry, add a wind chill to your hand. Can I spoil what a wind chill is? Yeah, I think we. I'll, I'll fast forward to wind chill. A wind chill is a one-mana frost spell um, that freezes a minion and draws a card. So wind chill is kind of arguably insane, right? Because it kind of gives you like a little... So the glacial shard plus a draw. Yeah, for one man. I mean, we played glacial shard. We played invocation of frost, which was the Galakron card, right? Then we got a two-one out of it instead of, um, 
you know, drawing a card. But drawing a card is, I would argue, better than the two one. Yeah. Same. Um, you know, I mean, there, you know, and you don't need to use it right away, right? Like, it's not, it's not like you have to do it that turn, or it's not, it's not a, a battle cry that it does the windshield effect. It just puts it in your hand and lets you cast the frost spell. So even if you're, I, you know, even if you don't want to run windshield in your deck naturally, and you, you probably do, because it just cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know, then this is this is just like another copy of that. So you get like four frost spells in your deck without really having to try too hard. Exactly. And like chat saying this kind of slots in instead of Nimbus maybe in your yeah. elemental deck gives you a little bit of tempo. You know, you can freeze stuff and keep pushing the advantage with your elementals that kind of snowball haha and spiral, you know, the <laughs> tempo anyway. Yeah. And it's um, better stats than Nimbus too. Like it's a three two yeah. instead of a two two, which is relevant. Yeah, for sure. This card seems like a four to me. This is Yeah, I think this is a, this is a pretty good four. I think this I mean you don't have, you don't have to try too hard to slap this into Elemental Shaman. You basically just I mean you're you're basically replacing the elemental that that Nimbus is generating with an elemental from your deck by drawing it off the windshield. So yeah, that's this pretty that's pretty decent. I think I heard uh, Ridiculous Hat say something about uh, comboing this with uh, Bolner too, so you can get the extra yeah. battle cry. Just, just stack some oh, yeah. extra windshields. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. And I mean, windshield, I mean, we may as well rate that while we're at it, right? Like, is that something we run in a deck naturally? I think we probably do. I think we do. I, I think I would give it a four as well. Like, yeah, it just seems so. super good. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it cycles makes it a lot better. And I mean, you know, you, I don't even know if you necessarily need a frost payoff for it. But if you want any sort of frost payoff, that's going to be in the deck. And I think even without, it's probably still fine. I don't know if Elemental Shaman necessarily wants it. Elemental Shaman may just not have the room for it, but I think it's it's a card you could definitely consider putting in a deck, especially after rotation. I agree. All right. And then we get to Wildpaw Cavern, which is the objective for Shaman. Uh, four mana spell, rare spell. At the end of your turn, summon a 3-4 elemental that freezes last three turns. So this is so slow. Like, I know it's three three fours for four mana. Like, I get it. It's a lot of stats. But it's, it's a lot of stats, but it's so slow. Like, you're not even getting to... You're not even getting the minion on... I mean, it doesn't matter if you get the minion on board before the end of the turn or not. So you're, it's four mana summon a three four, and then you get to do that for the next two turns. Once you hit the second one of these, you've kind of made your investment back, right? You don't yeah. make it back on the first one. Are we is, is Shaman freezing? Like, are they stalemating the board enough that they can kind of stick this and not get too dinged up? I just Wind don't chilled. know. I don't know where this goes. I guess is this a Quest Shaman card? I guess. Wondering but like that too. Quest Shaman doesn't really have room for this. You know, like the Quest Shaman list is pretty tight, and like you don't you don't have room for this. You're not. I don't think you're playing this Elemental Shaman. Like, yeah, it's it's an Elemental. But it's not it this doesn't count as an elemental that you've played for things like Gyreworm or um or Arid Stormer or whatever, right? So like the fact that it's elemental because it's being summoned and not played doesn't matter. Um it doesn't, you know, chat's pointing out it's not a freeze spell. It's not it's not a frost spell, so it doesn't have synergy with the with the um with the legendary. Right? I mean it's got synergy yeah. with Chi Snowball, congratulations. Um, some sort of slower deck with the with the hero card, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, There's so many stats for four mana. It just seems like it's got to go somewhere. 
evolve shaman just getting stuff on board but i mean your opponent still gets to react to it right like it's not like it's summoning at the beginning of your turn your opponent doesn't get a chance to react to it your opponent still has a chance to clear it but i can't trade my trampling rhino into this elemental right it's going to be frozen you can you just won't attack with it the following turn but it's going to die the following turn regardless anyway yeah so i mean you're still getting you you still get the the you know the effect of the of the rhino and it's probably going to die anyway you're just kind of you know giving them a, a turn to uh, ignore it. But I, I, I'm like, at a one with this. I, I feel really? like maybe it's, maybe it's a two. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know where the, I, I, I don't see a deck that's going to have room for this. Like what you have to have a really good reason to want to do this. And I don't see what that reason is because these don't have taunt. Right. If yeah. these have taunt, I would be all about it. If these were three, four taunts that freeze, sign me up. I would, I would be crafting them in gold. Because they don't have taunt, they don't really affect the board. Yeah, you get to free. They get to free something, but then they're, you know. I don't yeah, I'm know. not really thinking. Like, I can't really decide how free shamans are going to come together. Right? Is this a unique deck, or is it just stuff we're putting in other decks? I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a three just because it seems like it has a lot of potential, even though yeah. I'm not really sure where it goes. Yeah, I'm like just that. going to stay at a one with it. Like, I, I'll, okay. I'll just stick my, I'm going to stick my, my, you know, my flag in the ground on this one because I just don't see it. And I could be embarrassed later by that, but it's just like I just don't see where this is going to fit. Frostbite, two mana spell, frost spell, common, deals three damage. And if you get honorable kill, your opponent's next spell costs two more. And it's not a you know limited time thing. It's just it costs you more whenever you cast it. I don't know. This can go face. This seems like a reasonable card. I, I would put this in some decks. You don't have to get the honorable kill for it to begin. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you even care about the honorable kill. Like I think that's it's nice, right? Like that'll happen sometimes. I don't think you care. I think it's two mana deal three damage. If you care about frost spells at all, if you care about doing face damage then you'll play this. I don't, th- you know, again, it's like, yeah, you can get a little bit more out of it, but I don't think you care. I think it's just like two mana deal three damage to face to ship it. You know, I mean, it's, there are better ways to deal three damage to face, I think, but you know, the, then Turpentrine portal is going to rotate anyway. Right. And so is, uh, so is dunk tank. Okay. So like, you're going to have limited ways to do face damage with a spell as shaman in a couple months anyway. So then this will get a lot better, but it's, it's fine. I don't yeah. know. This is gonna this is gonna ruin my tempo. I'm gonna have the perfect answer yeah. for the shaman board, and I'm not gonna be able to play my spell. You're, you're not gonna be pl- able to play your uh, your spell that casts the secret. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll give this a three. I don't know. It, it seems yeah. solid. It's uh, yeah. I'm at a three with it. It's fine. Like it's a it's a spell that goes face. It's a three. That's that's good enough, right? It's not overcosted. You know, I mean, two two mana deal three is that's that's like frostbolt stats right yeah so you know we'll, we'll play those cards it's not exciting but you'll play it exactly um so snowfall guardian is a five mana three three elemental battle cry freeze all other minions gain plus one plus one for each frozen minion so again this is a weird one right because like this freezes your board as well so if you have an elemental shaman generally wants to be ahead on board it doesn't it granted it doesn't have many great ways to get back on back on board 
if it falls behind. So I guess this could be one, right? Like if you're getting smorked down by a druid that's, you know, just, just thrown down an arbor up or they're about to arbor up, then you could freeze them all and make this, you know, a, you know, a, a ginormous thing. But it's going to be like unplayable if you're ahead because you're not going to want to free. I mean, I guess you could play it and, you know, attack and then play it. But then the rest of those minions don't they miss their next attacks. So they miss their attack next turn. It's a weird card for sure. I'm on the fence about it as well. These freeze the whole board effects are really strong. And the fact that this gets yeah. a buff based on that is is quite good, potentially, depending on the meta. The fact that it's five mana is kind of a turn off, but I don't know. Maybe it's a control card. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have any minions on your side of the board, then who, except for totems, then who cares? Right? Like, you know, then you just you freeze the board. You can totem before this if you've got seven mana and you, you get another plus one, plus one, and you get a big thing and then their board is frozen. I, I don't know if that's what we want to do. <laughs> really? Um, I'm, I'm in a three with it just because I feel like there's potential here. Yeah, same here. But I, I don't. I don't really know where it fits, but it feels like a, a, a Frost Nova, even if it's hitting your side of the board as well, is a powerful enough effect, even at five mana, even without the second sentence, that you probably play this at some point in a control deck. I don't know if it's an elemental, but in control, you probably play it. They've got enough stuff, right? Like if you have two wind chills, you've got two... Maybe you got a couple. Maybe you have a snowball fight. You got the sleep breaker. You got this uh, snowfall guardian. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to attack if they draw a bunch of these. So, I don't know. Work here like is done. The confluence <laughs> of freeze effects, right? Like, it's just so much freeze. I don't know. Yeah, could be uh, yeah. a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm at a three with it just because I feel like it's a good support card. It's like a tech card. Um, you probably play it in, in control. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the three. I, I think yeah. that's a safe spot to land for it. No. And then, uh, we, did we rate Windchill? I, I gave it a four. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember what you said. I think I'm at a three with it. I don't know if I'm at a four with it because I just don't know if it goes in every deck. But it's 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 definitely a consideration. Um, I, I, it's it looks better than it is. Like that 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 text is actually pretty powerful. And you know, I mean, Invocation of Frost saw. A lot more play than it should have, mainly because like we could do things like double up the spells and stuff with Zentimo and or not double it up, but do the you know do the the hits neighbors thing with Zentimo and then get a million invocations. So without the invocations, but even then, like in Wild, right? You play this with Zentimo and then you get to draw three cards and freeze the opponent's board and yeah, get 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 your Shutterwalks, kids. You know, <laughs> it's this. It's I'm just gonna I'm gonna slide to a glacial halt trying to get tempo against Shaman this set. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll move on to Warlock, and you can you go. can go ahead and uh, and talk about Tamsin. All right, so we have Dread Lich Tamsin, six mana hero card for Warlock, gives you the five armor, battle cry, deal three damage to all minions, shuffle three rifts into your deck, and draw three cards. And I believe the rifts are a uh, cast when drawn that gives you a three three Dread Imp fell fell uh, spell in your deck. And then the hero power is Chains of Dread, two mana, shuffle a rift into your deck and draw a card. So you don't have to lose life anymore. There was a little bit of a hot Twitter debate going on uh, this evening about whether this would go in Quest Warlock. And all the some, some folks, some GMs were arguing that this would go in Quest Warlock. Uh, it does seem strong, though. I mean, just the fact that you're 
you know, you've got the uh, you have Hellfire. You're drawing three cards. You know, you're I don't know about putting the cards in your deck, but the the rest of it seems good. Yeah, I, I've this has been the card out of the set. I think that's generated the most debate that I've seen, just because I, it's it's on the face of it, it looks insane, right? It's like you said, it's Hellfire. Draw three, get three three threes in your deck. Where does this fit? Right? Like, what deck does this go in? Because you don't want this in Zoo. You're not playing a six-mana card in Zoo that blows up your board, right? Like, even if it's getting you minions later, like, unless this is, like, the like the one, like, emergency card, right? Um, you're not playing... I don't... I, I know that there's been discussion, I, and there are some GMs who think you're playing this in Quest, Quest Warlock. I really don't think you do. Because, like... It's so hard to get, like, if you care about the quest at all, right? Like, the, the two damage from the hero power actually does quite a bit for you. Like, it's discounting the, fle- the, the flesh giant. It's getting you closer to the quest reward, right? And once you get, if you need to get the quest reward down, then that's doing another two damage to you. Um, you know, that's doing two damage to them after you've played, you know, Blightborn Tamsin. Right, so like the, the the two damage is actually kind of useful in that deck. This, I mean, you get three threes out of it. The three threes yeah. don't have rush. Um, they're good targets for drain soul and touch of the Nathrazim and stuff. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they can trade eventually, but your opponent gets to react to them. Like, I I just like the more I think about this, like it's just like, what deck are we playing? Right, that wants this, and I mean, maybe the answer is we don't have that deck right now, which is okay, right? Like maybe it's just Control Warlock later on, right? Um, maybe, yeah. But Control Warlock's going to play Jaraxxus, which is a better hero power than this. I don't know. Luna and No Hands Gamer thinks it goes in Quest Warlock, so we have a nice divide here. We have a good community debate going. Yeah. And I have all the respect in the world for Luna and No Hands Gamer. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I I don't see it. I just yeah. don't see it. I'm not sure, to be honest. I mean, you, Warlock does have a lot of ways to injure themselves. and yeah. But, you know, they also can draw a good number of cards. So, like, you know, this is great card draw, but do they need it? I don't know. Well, I mean, that's, you know, we've we've had that argument with things like Backfire and Hand of Gul'dan and stuff like that, too, right? Like, in, like when, they, when they can burst draw cards, like, they'll burst draw cards. And that's, and that's fine. And maybe you get some of these imps off the off the draw right away because it shuffles first. So maybe you get you get some minions out of it sometimes. But it's like every time I think about how I'm going to use this card, like I can't think of a deck to put it in. And that's like a card is only as good as the decks it can be running. I'm, I I I hate to say it, I'm down to a three on this, which seems bananas. Given how clearly powerful this is in a vacuum, but we're not talking about arena. Yeah. Do we do we kind of prorate it for future potential at all? I mean, I haven't been doing that very well for other cards. Yeah. But like I, I, mean, I, I kind of want to give it a five because, just because it's so strong on its own. I kind of am prorating it for future potential because I want to give it a two if we're talking about the meta we're in right now. <laughs> like, you know, like... I would give it lower if we're talking about just the immediate meta. I'm kind of giving it a pass saying that it's going to be indexed, but I think that it's actually 
it feels actually much more situational than a lot of the other the other hero part, cards that we're talking about. Again, we're like we're talking about like you know Tavish and Scavs that just go or or Guff right that just go in a deck. Like you don't have to think about it too hard. This is actually you know not great for what you're getting in in the two decks that are the two warlock decks in the meta right now. I mean, not that the zoo is really a deck, but it could be. What about the, um, how do the rifts play with the quest as far as like, once you get to, you kind of want to get to fatigue at a certain point, right? And you want to have some agency yeah. over that? Do the, are the yeah, rifts I mean, going to mess with it that? Doesn't, it's net neutral. Cause like every time that you're, cause that, that's been the other part of contention. Like, well, is this make it worse in terms of like getting down to 10 cards for like, uh, you know, the, the blood sharp bristle back. Or right. or uh, cavern scavenger or whatever, or baron Sca- baron scavenger. I don't remember what the name of the the, the six six for one. Um, it's net neutral really because you're always drawing at the same time you're shuffling in. So like you're drawing three cards, but you're also shuffling in right away. So it's actually and and because you shuffle before you draw, there's like a slight chance that you just draw one of them right off the top. So it kind of does advance you a little bit. Oh, true. Okay. Um, so I think in general, it's not going to hurt you. It's going to be net neutral, if, if not like slightly positive for that. Um, but I mean, the, you know, the, uh, you know, so, so does the other hero power that does two damage to you along the way. Um, I don't know. And, I'm, and, and, you know. I'm divergent from you here. Uh, wicked. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go all in on this one. I'm going five on this one. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to stick at three and in chat saying like, People hard run Hand of Gul'dan. And I will counter that by saying they don't run that in every deck. They run that in very specific decks. And they're running that only when they can discard it with Nightshade Matron and or they're a fatigue deck and they're like with the quest. And they're playing that specifically with Tamsin to be able to play it twice in a turn and, and end the game immediately. They're not generally just running Hand of Gul'dan. Like, they're, nobody's paying six for Hand of Gul'dan unless they're getting to play it twice with Tamsin for lethal. This is not getting you lethal. I mean, maybe it is sometimes, but... Maybe I've got um, my green-colored glasses on, but as a hunter, I'm like, ah, eh, they don't have Soul Rend. Let's just keep playing stuff and punching them. You know, I'm just kind of banking on them not having it, and this is just the third board clear that they're going to always have. And I, I don't know. This seems like something they're going to auto-run to me. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just I do I I would want to be able to put it in a deck right away, and I don't see a deck to put it in, and that makes me nervous about it. Fair enough. You know, like it's theoretically very powerful, right? So is Lakari Sacrifice. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to uh, Tamsin's Phylactery, which is a four mana legendary shadow spell. Uh, discover a friendly death rattle minion that died this game. Give your minions its death rattle. So this seems really interesting to me in, like, a zoo deck, right? Because, like, we've got, there's a, you know, piggyback imp or whatever it is that's got, like, the 4-1, the summons of 4-1. You've got ruby and eggs. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of death rattles that, like, summon other things. You can run the, the I keep forgetting the name of it, like, the, what, not, it's not gluttonous use. I want to call it gluttonous use, but I know it's a weapon destruction. Oh, ectoplasm? Like the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the ectoplasm that summons an adventurer, right? So, like... You know, you've got plenty of those death rattles that you'd already already want to run in zoo anyway, and then you build up a big board. Maybe you run the you know the spell that the, that summons a bunch of imps, 
or or whatever, and then you give them all that death rattle, and now all of a sudden you're death rattle demon hunter, and that seems pretty appealing. Or I I don't know if there's a death rattle available in warlock or in neutral that just does face damage. I know there's one that does your does face damage to your own face, which you don't want to do. Right, but like. I don't remember if there's one that does, like, you know, face damage to your opponent when it dies. Like, that could be pretty... In- they, they could print one if it doesn't already exist. Um, that could be pretty pretty interesting. Um, even just, like, you know, like, uh, Blood Mage Thanos would be fine. Like, if you need, like, a composting. Is that egg um, that makes spiders still around? The... Oh, yeah, Boneweb egg's still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of gives you a That's... sticky board, I guess. Yeah. If you put this on your zoo board. Yeah, I mean, you can play Envoy Rustwicks and get all kinds of primes in your deck. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now we're meme and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Possessed Villagers even just, like, you know, summons another 1-1. One, one. That's not terrible. Uh, yeah, Boneweb Egg gets you two 2-1s two for every minion that dies. Um, you know, so, like, there's there's options here. I feel like this is... I don't know what the best way is to exploit this, but it feels like there's something here. Yeah, I don't know. It's four mana. You have to stick a board for it to be – you don't want to put this on one minion, right? So if Zoo's good, then this – I could see this being run. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of at a four with it. I think that it seems like it's a decent Zoo card that um, – you know, I, I think you could find a way to a way to abuse this and, and maybe not now – but it, you know, it, it might. I mean, I think you've got enough to work with now, and it could get better if they print something that does face damage when something dies. Like that's that's. Just yeah, like if they be, just get into ruby and egg off of this, it'd be bonkers, right? Oh if yeah, three or four minions. Yeah, just get a whole bunch of four fours. That seems fine. Then you tear in it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I hear what you're saying. I think I'm going to give it a three. I don't know. I feel like Zoo's been so out of the picture for so long. I can't even quite. Well, maybe because they it. needed something like this. Maybe. I don't know. It's better than like scrap scrap imp or whatever the, you know, the one that buffs your hand after after two turns. Prison scrap imp, you know. Oh yeah, chat saying humongous owl is is an option. I mean that's, yeah, technically like, I don't think zoo want. I think zoo wants the game to be over by then. But yes, that would technically work. That does do face damage. That's a little bit more expensive, I think, than what zoo's looking for. Maybe they'll print something that makes it good. I'm not quite seeing it. I don't know if they make enough stuff. They're not druid here. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe the yeah. eggs with the spiders and something something. Yeah, I mean you got the spiders that drop that or the eggs that drop the spiders. You've got the 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 card that casts that generates four one one imps. Um, you know you've got death rattles that summon other death rattles and stuff. You know I, I don't know. There's there's there might be something here. It'll be fun to try. Absolutely. Um. All right. Uh. How about Sacrificial Summoner, three mana epic minion, three three stat line, battle cry, destroy a friendly minion, summon a minion from your deck that costs one more. So, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, and I would assume that if there's not a minion in your deck that costs exactly one more, that it does nothing, which is kind of scary. So you're kind of building sequential death rattle warlock, and I don't know what that looks like there's yeah, like, probably a way to do it maybe you eat your nerubian egg and then you play your your phylactery maybe i mean that's it is a way to trigger the egg you get it you get a three drop out of it you get your you get your piggyback imp and then you know 
you get to start all over with the phylactery the next turn. Maybe that's something there. I, I, it, it feels like this is probably a zoo card just because you need like that density of minions at the same relative costs to get it to work. Like you're not doing this with like two seven drops and two eight drops, right? Because if you draw the eight drops, then this is useless. Right. Um, so it's probably a zoo card. I, I could see it. I don't, it feels like it's a strong effect that I'm not sure how to break it. And that's usually card. I read, I rated a three because I'm not smart enough to break it. But I feel like, because I feel like I'm not smart enough to break it, but I feel like somebody might be. Yeah, maybe. I feel like these cards that destroy a minion are always kind of hit or miss. I don't know. You got to hit the right thing to destroy. Otherwise it's kind of clunky in your hand. Right. Right, And you, and there, there needs to be the right thing to summon. And there's a lot, there's a lot of ifs there. Right. But I feel like there might be a way to build it so that that's more consistent. I don't know. Yeah. I, what are you thinking for? I'm kind of leaning a two, but I'm at a three, three with it just because like that's this is this, this kind of feels like the kind of card that I'm going to feel stupid if I rate it lower than a three. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll let myself be stupid. I don't know. I feel okay. like they had one one minion that did a similar effect and it didn't pull something out of their deck. I forget what exactly it did, but it was OK. But maybe if. Maybe there's some crazy good uh, minions to pull out of the deck that I'm... You know. Yeah, I think the, the cost thing is what's kind of spooking me off of it, just because, like, you have to really set this up. Yeah. But, you know, maybe. Maybe we get there. Um, all right. So we can move on to Fellfire in the Hole, which is fun to say. <laughs> um, it is a five-mana epic Fell spell. Draw a spell and deal two damage to all enemies... If it's a fell spell, deal one more. So, yeah, it's targeted draw. It's really expensive. We have Soul Rend at home. Like, Soul Rend is four mana, does five. This is five mana, do... This is five mana Lightning Storm. Yeah. Like, old old pre-nerf Lightning Storm. Unless you're running only fell spells in your deck, which the fell spells are not really good enough to do that. Um, I mean, maybe Zoo is Zoo doesn't want to run a five cost spell anyway, right? Like if there's another yeah. fell spell that's that's good enough, maybe that's that's the answer. But like if you're running all fell spells, the fell spells are generally not good enough. And like Soul Ren does five across the board. This does three at best. Kind of seems like they're setting up something for next expansion, maybe. Yeah. Like next year. Yeah. Yeah, this feels like a card that's, that's you know, it, it's it's BFF is yet to be printed. Exactly. I like the art on it. It's got a nice green explosion going Oh, yeah. On. I love everything about the card except for the actual text on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm at a two just to hedge a little bit on it getting, you know, something better or getting. It seems like they're they're starting to lean into giving Warlock better fell spells, so maybe that'll be better later on. I'm going to give it a one. Okay. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> you talked me into it. Okay. Uh, then we've got, uh, I guess this is, is this the objective for Warlock. Uh, Desecrated Graveyard, three mana spell. At the end of your turn, destroy your lowest attack minion to summon a 4-4 shade, and it lasts for three turns. So this seems okay, but this, I don't know. Seems like it could be even worse than the shaman one we were just talking about. I mean, if you're all in on Death Rattle, if you're playing Death Rattle Zoo, right, then 
this will blow up your death rattles because usually the death rattles have lower attack than everything else. Right? So, like, the ruby and egg is definitely going to die. Like, bone web, bone web egg, the egg itself is going to die. Right. Um, you know, I mean, you may not get all the way up to, like, Terran, right? Which is what you would want to kill with this. But maybe you actually, maybe you would, right? Like, you play, you, you get this whole board, you play Terran, you kill off the rest of your death rattles. Terran is on the board next to a bunch of four fours from the ruby and eggs. And then that dies and everything comes back. You know, I, I I can see an argument for it. If if we're doing like a death rattle zoo, the, but it's you really have to know what you're doing and be able to set this up because your opponent could really screw your um really screw your plan. I mean, but then again, like how I, bad is it really gonna be if you're getting a four four out of it? Like in zoo, would, that's probably yeah. okay. I was gonna say the the warlock player kind of has the agency over whether they get screwed or not, right? Because they can right. they can put something out with low attack to die, right? The sacrificial Hard yeah. to go to the graveyard, and, and Zoo's going to replace the small minions, right? Like you're basically upgrading one of those one-one imps if you're not killing a death rattle, which is fine, right? Like you get to turn a one-one into a four-four. Like we used to play that card that that turned a lackey into a five-five. Um, you just have to, you know, and and if you're playing Zoo, like you have plenty of minions to do this with, and they're probably all small. You keep some wisps in hand or something, yeah, or or I'm desk imps. Yeah, I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'll give it a three, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to visualize, right? Because we just don't have a deck that plays that way, but I feel like you can kind of logically get there. I kind of like it better than the Sacrificial Summoner because even if you don't have something to play, you can still set it up. And you know what you're getting, right? You know you're getting yeah. a 4-4. You're not going to get screwed by, like, the thing that dies doesn't have the thing. You don't need Deck Tracker for this to work. Right. Okay. <laughs> You don't need your – if you draw your deck backwards or whatever, this right. thing still works, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, OK, so then full-blown evil is – like the card names for Warlock are great. I just wish some of the cards were better. Um, well, this is actually pretty good though. Full-blown evil is a three-mana fell spell. Deal five damage randomly split among all enemy minions repeatable this turn. So like we play Minefield. We play Devouring, Devouring Plague, right? It's a decent anti-aggro tool. The fact that it's repeatable makes it better in the late game. This means that it turns it into 10 or even 15 damage across the board, which makes it reasonable to... It only hits enemy minions, so you know you're getting a clear out of it. Um, if you have ways to discount this, like with um, uh, the Rune Mithra Rod, then you can get even more... Well, you'll, you'll only really get to... Because I think the... I would imagine the repeatable copy is still going to be full cost. Full cost. So it's going to, I would imagine it's going to be like, it's, it's basically Echo, right? So it's still going to be like the first one will cost less. So you can fit a couple of them. Um, but, you know, this, this feels, this feels okay. I, yeah, this, I, I think it's good for three mana. Yeah. This is probably one of the better Warlock cards that they're getting. You can clear a lot of stuff on six with this, right? I mean, yeah. 10 damage. I mean, you know, it's like, Mask of Cthulhu that doesn't go face, right? Yeah. For, for one less mana. I mean, you want Mask of Cthulhu to go face, but Mask of Cthulhu tends to clear a bunch of stuff off the board. I'm kind of at a four with it. Yeah, I don't know. If, like, I guess I'm just struggling to f- grasp where it goes, right? It doesn't, doesn't pop off Demon Seed. It doesn't go in Zoo. So is it some sort of in-between archetype yeah i mean it could it could go in it just because it doesn't damage your face doesn't mean that you can't run it in quest warlock right it's still it's another choice for anti-aggro 
Yeah. Um, I mean, Solren is going to rotate. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know, when Solren rotates, this might be something you generally, you often play Solren after four mana. You sometimes play it on six. I like it. I yeah. think it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think it's going to be good as well. I'm uh, a little disgusted. Uh, well, that's good. Then that that's a good reaction. That's a, yeah, that's a good four yeah. That's but that means I should probably go to four, right? Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, moving on from full blown evil to seeds of destruction, a two mana fell spell. Shuffle four rifts into your deck. They summon a three three dread imp when drawn. So I don't really know why they would want to play this. Um, I don't really know. Warlock generally wants to draw the good cards and not. I don't know what stacking these things in the deck is doing. Maybe it lets you you play it in Zoo and you get it off Desecrated Graveyard. Oh or something. God, Zoo does not want to play two mana do nothing. Zoo really doesn't want to do two mana do nothing. Why are we not giving this a one? I don't know. We're we're giving this a one. This is bad. Like at least the the the, the Tamsin Hero Power is kind of net neutral. This is just putting four more cards in your deck that you know. I mean, and it's a three three that doesn't do anything when it's gets summoned. Like yeah, great, right? But like. How often did we play that, like, Ticketmaster in Rogue, right? Like, that, the one that shuffled the bears in? Like, that's been, and how, like, that's actually, like, a minion that you get to play. And then it shuffles the bears in when you die. And, like, I've seen that, like, a handful of times. Yeah, same here. I am uh, not a fan of this one. No. No, that's a, that's a pretty easy one. <laughs> um, Hollow Abomination is a 5-mana 2-8 minion. Battle cry, deal one mana, deal one damage to all enemy minions, honorable kill, gain the minions attack. Oh, I want this to be good, but I don't think it is. Like, what you're saying is your opponent has a bunch of one mana idiots, one 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 health idiots that you've somehow like worn down. And then you're playing this and you're killing them all, and then you get to have this big thing. And I just don't think this is gonna work out that way. There's that 4-5 demon, right? That did the one-mana ping that got Yeah, that was play? every turn. Yeah, every turn, you're right. Like, this is just once, and you kind of hope that it kills something, and then it gets big. But, like, how many things is it going to kill, and how big are those things going to be? Like, very often they're like two ones or three ones. So maybe you kill a couple of them, and you get you get a you know what, like a 7-8 or an 8-8 that doesn't have taunt, that doesn't have rush? Yeah. That just sits there on the board? I think it's a lot better with one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the player doesn't care. Like, great, (laughs) you have your 8-8, enjoy. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. It it seems clunky. Yeah. It's not even a demon, right? Like, there's not even demon synergies you can get off of this. I guess it's vaguely... I think it's probably... Vaguely useful as a tech card, maybe, but yeah. Go yeah, ahead. it's it's going to be for a very, very specific meta that I don't think we have right now. Like, even with Druid, like, there's so many Divine Shields and just, just like, sizable butts on those minions that, like, it's not even going to do that much. I guess it's good if Garrett Rogue sticks around, then, you know, then you can have a big thing, but then Garrett Rogue's just going to price plunder you and kill it. <laughs> right. Love it. Or uh, vanish it away, right? So Yeah, yeah, you can finally you kill all the stuff and get the, yeah. the big attack, and then it gets vanished. Yeah. Uh, all right, we have a Fellwalker, six mana, three seven demon minion, common taunt and battle cry. Cast the highest cost fell spell from your hand. Great. 
<laughs> what 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 is an expensive felt spell that we want? I don't know if I've seen one from our review. Well, that, if you, oh, I was I was about to answer until you said that we want, <laughs> and that's what I that's what I had to stop for a minute because like it's so th- these are the felt spells that we have in standard right now. We have full blown evil, seeds of destruction, fell fire, and the hole we just talked about. Uh, Demonic Assault, which is the one that does three damage and summons two, one, three Void Walkers with Taunt, but that's going to be targeted randomly, so that's not going to be great. Uh, Fiendish Circle, which is the one I was alluding to earlier, that summons two a four, one, four, one, one Imps. Um, Imp Swarm Rank One, which summons a three, two. I don't think it gets up. I, I, no. Well, I guess it would, if it's in your hand, it would get upgraded, but you're not running that on purpose. Philosophy. Unstable Felbolt, which does three damage to an enemy minion and a, and a random friendly one. Shadow Council, which replaces your hand with random demons and gives them plus two, plus two. And the Dark Portal, which draws a minion, and if you have at least eight cards in hand, it costs five less. So Dark Portal sounds like the best one out of those, but it's actually going to make it less likely to get the discount because because you're playing two cards that turn. How did Demon Hunter get so many more better fell spells than Warlock? Oh, yeah, so many more. Wow. Like, could you imagine Jace in, in Warlock? Like, it's just like, oh okay, great, we did it. <laughs> wow, yeah, I don't know why you're, what's the fell payoff? This is, seems like a, almost a hunter-level bait here. They're printing uh, Wing Commander Ickman before we know what to do with it. Maybe fell-blown evil's enough? I don't know. This just seems like maybe this is this is a card that maybe will be better, right, when we get better cards Gotta be. the fell spells are so bad right now i can't give this more than a two i'll give it a two as well like even even like warlock has better taunts you know like warlock doesn't need to play something like this to get a taunt right and it's interesting they get the yeah. i don't know they get the hero card they got a couple of zoo things but that's all this fell stuff is not really. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. So Grave Defiler, one one mana two one battle cry copy of Fell Spell in your hand. Maybe when we get Fell Spells worth copying. <laughs> like no. Like y- you know, maybe we run full blown evil, right? Like maybe that's good enough, but we're not gonna have enough to want to do this. And you're not running a card like this just to get like an extra philosophy or an extra full blown evil. Like we're not doing that. They print some fell spell that's like a raised dead or something and maybe yeah. Yeah, Perfect. if we get a good fell spell, like this could get a lot better. But like we need better fell spells and we just don't we don't have that right now. Uh what are you giving it a two? Yeah, I'm giving it a two. I think that it, it's I mean, even then, right, like the fell spells have to be amazing to want to run like a two one, right? So go to one. Yeah. Okay. So one more class, which is Warrior. Warrior gets to go face. I'll let, I'll let you take this last this last hero. Okay, we have Rakara the Valorous, seven mana hero, five armor, battle cry, equip a five two weapon. It's called Unstoppable Force, and the Unstoppable Force uh, is has a seven mana on it, and it says after you attack a minion, smash it into the enemy hero. Um, and then we also have a hero power Grand Slam for two mana. Deals two damage, and if you get an honorable kill with the two damage, you gain four armor. So this seems pretty good. Unstoppable Force lets you kill a minion and hit the enemy uh, hero. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been rating this kind of highly. I'm kind of medium on it. What do you, what do you think? I, I, this is another one where I just don't know where it fits, right? Because, like, this is clearly not a Quest Warrior card, right? Like, you do not want this getting overridden by the Juggernaut. Like, you really, like, if you're you're playing this hero card for the weapon, like, the hero power is fine, right? Like, it's an upgraded, it's an upgraded quest hunter hero power, effectively. Um, It's fine, but it's not, you're not playing, like, and it does give you, like, kind of a way to advance the clock as a control warrior or whatever, right? Like, it does give you something to take that hero power and kind of turn it into damage, which is good. But you're playing this for the weapon. So how good is the weapon? I have no idea. Like if you're if we're looking at this as just like a seven mana weapon, like we don't we haven't really played those. Right? Like Paladins had a couple, Warrior had Gorehow once upon a time, or like Woe Cleaver. But like we don't generally play weapons that expensive because they're generally not worth it. And I don't know what like in an aggro deck, right? I guess if you're running, if there, if you run into a taunt, it lets you go through it. But like, what is the aggro deck if it's not quest warrior? Right? Like, what aggro warrior are we playing? Maybe there will be one, but we don't have one now. We're not going. To, well, quest warrior is always going to exist alongside this. I don't feel like this. Maybe this is a control warrior card, but it doesn't feel like a control warrior card. But maybe this is the kind of thing that gives you a way to kind of end the game. As a control warrior, I just, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not as, as, you know, th- spilling cold water on it like I am with, with Tamsin, but it's just like, I don't know what we're, I don't know how, I don't know how to evaluate this, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, the Grand Slam doesn't seem super great, that's the button. The weapon, like, de- real meta dependent if you have, there's minions to even slap it into, right? So maybe I need, like, an acronym or, like, a two-word phrase to describe this problem. But, you know, if we're still seeing a lot of quests, I don't see the weapon being that great. It's just like a Ar- Arcanite Reaper. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, you can't get this weapon off a of Juggernaut, right? Uh, no, but Juggernaut, I think, is just collectible weapons. So you can't get it off a of Juggernaut. And it's like, uh, yeah, and, and Chad is pointing out that even if it says after the devs confirm the weapon still smashes the hero if it kills it, which is good because otherwise that would be terrible. Okay, um, okay. But like your opponent needs to be playing bigger things than five, right? And then you need to be willing to smash your face into it, which means you need to be not dying. I mean, you get the five armor, but five armor only goes so far. And if you're not killing it, then you're taking another set of damage from that minion. Is this got like a super collider flavor where it's kind of yeah. underrated somehow just because we don't quite understand the interaction all the way? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to put it at a three. I, just, I can't get I, – I, I can't see how this is going to be used to put it up higher than that. This is going to be really annoying when I play my mountain bear deck. Oh, yeah. It's going to send your, uh, <laughs> send your bear over the river and through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking with you on a three, though. Like it's just like the, with the, the the quest. Like well, I don't know. I don't. I don't see why you'd run this. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and maybe we have another deck. Maybe this is a control warrior deck. Maybe we get an aggro deck that's not quest. I have a hard time seeing how we're going to have a, an aggro warrior that's not quest, but it could happen. And then maybe, but again, does an aggro warrior want a seven mana card? I don't. I don't think it does. 
So it's it's kind of a quadrant. I'm, I'm glad, right? Like, I'm glad that some of these hero cards are not slam dunks, right? Because if they're too good, then, you know, we just see them all the time and then they get annoying. So I like that they're they're kind of awkward and that they're going to, you know, kind of force some different decks. I think that's a good thing. But it's not great for yeah. evaluating this card, I guess. All right, so we'll move on to Captain Galvinger, I think is how we, how we say it, which is a six-mana, six-six battle cry. If you have gained 15 or more armor this game, gain plus three, plus three, and charge. I hear you like King Crush. Yeah. For six mana. Um, yeah, six mana King Crush seems pretty good. I mean, in Control Warrior, you'll get that. Like, we've got, we already have, like, you know, Heavy Plate that already exists even before this set. And we've got plenty of things that are giving us armor in this set. So uh, 15 armor for a controlling deck is not a big ask. Um, even for like something like a control quest warrior, where you're running the the two four that gives you three armor at the end of the turn, and stuff like that, like that's not even that hard. Um, yeah, I think this is a really good card for anything that's not like a straight on aggro deck. It's funny to me is I feel like while most of the hero cards are really strong, and most of the other legendaries for the classes are kind of meme or fringe, yeah, and I almost feel like it's kind of reversed for warrior. Right, yeah, that that that's a really good point because it does feel like that way. It, it feels like this is making up for the power that's not in Rokara. But I mean, there's some of the other cards we haven't looked at yet are super strong with this and make this yeah. such that it's almost going to be super consistent to play it on six with the buff. So yeah, and you don't even have to play it on curve, right? Like, yeah. this is fine just as a finisher. Like we used to run Grom with Whirlwind, right? Just to be able to get like 10 damage face, and this doesn't even require a combo. This just requires you to do what your deck wants to do anyway. So I don't think it's a build around, but I think it's a solid control warrior card. So I'm at a four with it. Uh, we've got Snowed In next. Uh, it is a three mana epic spell, destroy a damaged minion, and freeze all other minions. Seems pretty good for three mana. I did not have Warrior getting Frost Nova on my bingo card. Uh-huh. Like, that is not something I expected to get. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, it's situationally quite good, right? So I could see this going Control yeah. Warrior, um, if that's a thing in this meta. My acronym, whatever that's going to be. But, yeah. And, yeah. like, you would definitely run this, especially after rotation, right? So, oh, yeah. solid. Yeah, I mean, we play Coerce situationally in control warrior now i mean coerce is going to rotate so i mean coerce is a little bit better than this if you're just trying to kill a minion but like warrior's got enough things that can you know do one damage across the board to make it damaged i mean three mana is easy enough to fit that in with something else and then even if you don't you know you do have to the, the only downside of this is that you do actually have to have a damage minion to target right right so you can't just like throw out a frost nova if you can't actually kill something I mean, if you have any sort of a minion on board, you can kill your own thing if you need to. Um, sword and board or something. Yeah, like there's ways you can do it, but that is that is a slight downside. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to be a problem that often. I, I'm at a four with this, too. I think this is a really good control warrior tool. Like, it's it's a single target removal that also protects your face for a turn, which seems pretty good. I'll give it four on the hope that we, you know, there's actually a meta that allows for a control warrior deck. We'll see. Yeah. Optimism. Yeah, so we will go on to Frozen Buckler, which is 
a two mana frost spell, gain 10 armor. At the start of your next turn, lose five armor. So on the face of it, it's very good if we want to um, if we want to enable Galvangar, because I mean that's like two-thirds of it right there. And if your opponent is looking to do 10 or more damage to you in a turn, this negates five of it. If not, then you're losing five of that. Or I guess like more than five damage in the turn, I guess is what is what I should say. Right? Because like right. if you have no armor to lose, then you don't lose anything. Even if you take if you take seven, right, but that's all armor and then you lose it, like you're not losing all that much. So it is kind of negating any damage more than five, and it's or it, it's it's mitigating damage more than five, and it's just basically healing you for five if they do ten in a turn, which happens not infrequently. I mean, I would I kind of love the idea of playing two of these on a Garrett Rogue's pop off turn. Right? Oh, yeah. Like that seems fun. <laughs> I'm yeah, into you can that. Time it. That's true. You yeah. can time it super well. Yeah. Yeah, I love Blister Guy's uh, reveal on this. I think it's definitely going to be situationally good. It definitely goes in the Galvin Guard deck. I think. I'm not sure how many armor cards you need to really pop off that synergy with you know all the other shield slams and other things you want to do. Uh, but yeah, it seems like a ton of armor for two mana. So yeah. I think it's probably it's situational. I think it's probably a three, but it's good. I, I think it'll definitely there will be times when it will see play and it'll be good. I mean, even two mana get five armor is not bad rate, right? Like even like you you obviously like you you play shield blocked for three to get five armor and draw a card or you did when you could, right? And heavy so that's something that you know with without the draw you're kind of getting five armor anyway, so it's fair. You you want the cycle on shield block more than the draw usually, or more than the the armor. But I was going to ask still, about heavy yeah. plate too. Sorry, was it? Yeah. Do we run this and heavy plate, or do warriors do um, that? Um, I don't know. I don't know if you you might. I mean, you're running heavy plate more for the tradable than anything else, just to be able to get the card draw off of it. So you might just to you know be able to cycle through the deck. Um, I mean, if you're all in on armor, then you know that might be something that you do. I mean, you also could, you know, use this on a turn when you're about to run your face into something that's big. So there, there's uses there, too. And, I mean, Combo if you're playing Rakara, <laughs> right, then, you know, that kind of makes that hurt a little bit less. I don't know. I'm at three with it. Go to three. It does. It is yeah. two mana, so it's super flexible. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then we have the Iceblood Garrison, which is the uh, objective for Warrior. Two mana at the end of your turn, deal one damage to all minions and last three turns. It's a sweet frenzy activator for um what's the what's the uh sour is it sour fang? What's the Yeah. Well Sour Fang does it does it himself. Um like But crash. like that kind of deck, right? Like uh, Yeah, like Crash or crash. like Anchor I mean Anchorman's got rush, so it usually triggers itself, but something like if you really want to get the armor off of Crash, or you have other frenzy, you know, frenzy effects that you want to trigger. I guess. Are they trying to bring back a whirlwind kind of archetype where we, you know, got stuff like rot face and yeah, we had acolyte of pain and we were doing it multiple times in a turn with risky skipper. That's right. Risky skipper. Thank you. (laughs) So like that seemed a little bit better. Like doing it once is generally like, and then you need to not screw yourself with it. Right. Like you could end up just like clearing your board if you're not careful. I don't know. Like it's 
this is this feels like when when you know Death Knight Garrosh got the whirlwind hero power when everybody else was getting like build a beast and and you know and all the other like and and like Shadow Reaper Anduin and everything else and he was getting like whirlwind the board it's like great like <laughs> thanks I'm, yeah. I'm at a two with this. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like a great synergy card if they print some stuff that wants to get dinged repeatedly. But yeah. I'll give it a two as well. I don't know. But usually the stuff that wants to get dinged repeatedly wants to get dinged repeatedly in the same turn. Right. It's not going to be sticking around or like how are they yeah. kind of incrementally using this. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to Shield Shatter, which is ten ma- a 10 mana frost spell. Deal five damage to all minions, cost one less for each armor you have. So if you frozen buckler, you get to play this for free. Um you know, you get to hero power for free effectively and not if and, and just kind of reduce the cost of the spell naturally. So you can still fit in a hero power with this if you you know, regardless, if you can cast it, you can fit in a hero power and get the two armor with it. Um and Sorin is pretty good for clearing a lot of boards. I have not seen this card. <laughs> this makes this makes Frozen Cup Buckler way better. Holy smokes. Oh, it does. Yeah. I love this. I mean, five damage AOE that's playable in, like, the early to mid game. Like, sign me up. Especially because we have things like Heavy Plate. We have things like, like Frozen Buckler that can get armor in bulk. Like, yeah, I want to do this. Three it works or out your four. board too, but who cares? It's a four, I think. I mean, Soul Rend is really good, right? I'm trying not to get stuck on the fact that Warrior just wants to play a quest, you know? Like, well, this these are all control warrior cards, right? Like, we like yeah. you got to think about like big warrior with this, or like even just like not big control warrior. Like, I mean, again. The question is, are we ever going to have a current, a control deck as long as, like, Blightborn Tamsin is in the meta? I don't know. Um, and, and, you know, and, and you know, and Kurtris. Like, as long as those cards are in the meta, do we ever get a control meta? But, you know, armor is pretty good at countering a lot of the strategies. Maybe not Tamsin. So, I guess I'll go with you on a four, then. It yeah. seems great. I just... I'm curious to see um, how it fits, but yeah. yeah. If we ever get to play control again, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I've seen, I watch a lot of high, high level streamers and a lot of people will play, you know, control warrior just to beat all the garage rogues or, you know, you can kind of do a little tech uh, maneuvers like that. So maybe it's not a meta deck, but more of like a a hate deck or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or or like a, or like a conquest deck. Oh, true. You know, for like, a specific target strategy or something like I've, I've played, you know, taunt Nizoth control warrior and THL in the, you know, last year, not this year and, you know, gotten away with it and got wins with it. So, you know, that kind of thing can work in conquest sometimes. Gotcha. That gotcha. is the kind of thing I would do. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, and how does a good enough captain to know if I'm bringing that deck, I'm going to play it well. <laughs> so he didn't try to talk me out of it. Ah, that's good. Um, Okay, so um, is this is this one me? Or is I think it's you? me now. Uh, okay, go ahead. To the front, uh, two mana spell for warrior rare, and your minions cost two less this turn, but not less than one. So it's like commanding shout or something for 
for minion yeah. cost. Yeah. Uh, tomb less. So you have to be able to play at least two minions with this in order for it to be worth it. Yeah, right? Because exactly. if, you're, if you're playing one minion, then you basically just kind of, you know, you wasted a card. Right. So it's like, is this a Rush Warrior card? Maybe? You can, I mean, you're not getting, I mean, the, the all the tokens cost one, but like, if you can get like, you know, I, I don't know, like a bumper car with a, well, that would still be one. I don't, I don't, there's, there's a way, this, this feels like there's too much mana cheating. What about ETC, right? right? Broken. Like yeah, you. like an ETC turn with like a, with like a playmaker and a whole bunch of stuff. And your opponent has a board in Magical yeah. Christmas Land. And, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a, like this is too much mana cheating to be able to ignore it, but I don't know how to break it. So that that says to me it's a three. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's, it's unknown potential. We'll go three. Yeah. All right, and we have Scrapsmith. I have the old art because I didn't get the new art with this yet. But you know, so this is the old broken art, the the rare the rare misprint of Scrapsmith. Um, two mana, uh, three mana, two four with taunt. Battle cry add two two four taunt grunts with taunt to your hand. So if we have a taunt warrior, we're doing you know I think there's still that card that buffs all the taunts in your hand. I think that that might still be standard legal. I don't remember. Um, then that's something we can do. Or if you're like in wild and you really want to you know play sulfurous, then this is something you can do with that. I guess. I like are they. Is this like the first trickle of new taunt synergy? We've got the there's that Morshan copy four four thing, right? That has taunt. Yeah, yeah. And conditioning's always a card, right? Um, like uh, you run Thax always a card, right? So like you know, adding a bunch of minions to your hand, then you can play to the front and drop them all the same turn, I guess. And then your opponent brawls and you're sad. Um, I'm gonna give this a two. I think it just seems yeah. kind of medium to me. I'm at a three just because, like, maybe this is a decent control warrior card if we're not playing big. But it's it, it needs some help, and I'm not sure exactly what kind of help it needs. The grunts are also but, three mana, right? Yeah, I believe so. So, you know, it's it's a lot of taunts. It's a lot of butt to get through. Um, you know, again, you can to the fr- you can to the front with it and get them both out the next turn on four. Congratulations. I, I don't I don't know if that's good enough. But, you know, sometimes we run things like Barricade or whatever in these kinds of decks just right. to get a couple of a couple of dumb bodies in the way early. But it can't go in your big warrior deck, so. Yeah, definitely not in the big warrior. You definitely do not want to pull this out of commencement. That would that would be bad. That, that is not the kind of value you're wanting from commencement. <laughs> that's yeah, more of like that. a that's that's more of like a fraternity initiation than anything else. Ah. Uh. All right. Uh Scrapsmith down. Let's talk about Axe Berserker. Four mana, three five. Has rush and honorable kill. Draw a weapon. Um. So four mana, three five with rush is not really getting me excited. And the honorable kill probably. I think I want to be excited without the honorable kill. I don't want to run this just to hope I pull it off. I mean, I've already been pretty candid about how much I'm down on honorable kill to begin with and like we have better rush minions and we have better ways to draw weapons than this maybe not after rotation right like maybe that's that's when this gets better but I think like like um the anchorman was barons right 
I don't think it, I don't think it rotates. So like, I mean, yeah, it's five mana, not four mana, but like, we've got it. We've got better rush. I mean, you got a whole rush warrior deck, right? Like you've got better things in this. You can run Samuro if you need to, right? Like for four mana, like, is this just a nerf to uh, athletic studies? Maybe, maybe it is. I mean, I mean, maybe when Corsair Cash rotates, you really want to draw a weapon, and you don't want to play Quest Warrior. I don't know. I'm gonna one with this. This, yeah. this looks like a like an arena common to me. Sounds good. Um, Glory Chaser is the the uh, the world champion card. Um, three mana, four three. After you play a Taunt minion, draw a card. So I guess that's kind of where they're going with Scrapsmith. But Taunt minions are typically not so cheap. I mean, I guess with two the front, you can kind of chain something together, but that feels like a lot of setup. And I, I, this is, this is something that I want to be able to stick around. This is not what I want to, like, if I'm playing a defensive deck that's running a lot of taunts, I don't want a three mana four three. I want it in best of three mana three four, right? Like, I want something with more stats that's going to stick around that your, that my opponent's going to have to remove. I don't understand why this is offensively statted and, yeah, I, I don't like this card at all. Yeah, this is terrible. I mean, I guess maybe you could combo <laughs> it with to the front and Scrapsmith, but why would you do that? And there's just like no, so many better things you could be doing. In yeah, Warrior. like so you could you, you there's so much life to live. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you spend it doing this? I'm gonna get yeah, I'm one. gonna one with this. This this just feels bad. All right, all right, cool. So we will move on. All right, so I'll let you take the first one, and we'll we'll start from there. Uh, Night Captain? Yep. All right, so Night Captain is a five-mana common, 3-3-3, three, 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 battle cry, deal three damage, and it has honorable kill gain plus three plus three. So if you're an honorable kill fan, this might seem pretty good. Maybe it's just an arena card. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's probably maybe a two. Yeah, uh, I mean, an arena, that's fantastic, right? Like five-mana deal three, like you'll take that. But in, in Constructed, we're not doing that. Like, and the honorable kill is just not going to happen enough. So that's, I mean, it's it's a two, but I don't, like, you'll probably get this generated somehow, but I don't think you're putting this in a deck. It does um, kind of clunk up the five cost pool, which is yeah. kind of good, I guess. Yeah. No Private is a one mana, one three with honorable kill, game plus two attack. This is a little bit slightly more interesting as an anti-aggro card in an aggro deck, just because if you're trading early, you're probably going to be able to get honorable kill to go off. And then this becomes a 3-3 three, three or 3-2 three, at that point, which is not terrible. There's a lot of 2-1s, so it kind of seems more like a 3-1 to me. But yeah. I mean, I don't know that it's enough to get it to go higher than a 2, but it's not trash. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go 2 as well. Okay. Uh, then we've got Sneaky Scout, 2-mana, 3-2 with Stealth. Honorable kill, your next hero power costs zero. This kind of has sneaky upside. I'm not really sure exactly how, but I like the f- that it has... The honorable kill seems useful, and it's already a 3-2 stealth for two mana. Yeah, I mean, I guess just being a 3-2 stealth is probably gives it value, right? Like, again, the honorable kill probably doesn't matter because it's not going to go off enough, but, like, we have enough, like... I guess a lot of the stealth synergies are rotating in Rogue, but Rogue has enough stealth synergies usually. Like with Greyheart's Age, like this curves into that. Like you, are you playing this over SI7 Skulker? Maybe not. Maybe you play both. Like you've got Sneaky Delinquent, but a lot of that stuff, you know, Sneaky Delinquent's going to rotate. 
So maybe like a two mana three two stealth just on its own is fine. Hey, this could get me a free animal companion wicked. Oh hey, now we're talking. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably yeah. it's probably solid two. It's not bad. Yeah, I'll go with the two as well. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Just, it's it's got it's got potential. Yeah. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna uh, I'm, I, I can see it. I might actually put it in a deck. So yeah, I mean it, that's that's <laughs> probably you know good enough to be a three, right? So I, I'm I, I rationally like stealth minions because I like buffing things and putting battle master next to them. Yeah, so yeah, put, put yeah. doggy yeah. biscuits and ramming mounts on this thing. Oh yeah, you could you could kind of make it nice and big and swole, and then you know could, could kill an eight eight and get a free hero power. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so corporal is a two mana two three honorable kill. Give your other minions divine shield. Good luck. Like. This, <laughs> If this had Rush, maybe I might be interested. Like, the effect is very powerful, but this is going to die, like, immediately. And there's, and even then, like, it has to have a minion to trade into, and your opponent can just, like, you know, ping their minion just to keep you from getting the honorable kill. And and you have to have minions on board, and this needs to survive, and it needs to be able to, li- like, live long enough to attack and get an honorable kill, which you already said is, like, you know, iffy at best. Like, no, we're not, we're not doing this. So does River Croc with Upside get a two? I think it gets a one because we have plenty one? of River Crocs with Upside, right? True. Okay. Like not not high ranking in that category. Yeah, it's not even a beast. Uh, like, come on. Yeah, it's true. It's not. It doesn't have a tag. That's that's a big yeah. a good point. Uh, all right, so we've got Bloodguard next. Five mana, four seven. Common. Whenever this minion takes damage, give your minions plus one attack. Well, this goes well with the uh, Warrior objective, Wicked. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, <laughs> you're more likely to see this off of Jandis if we start playing Jandis again, because that's going to be super annoying. Um, you know, I mean, it'll give away what the Jandis minion is, but I don't think you care at that point. It's, it's right. I mean, this is the kind of card I would like to play in Priest, but it just doesn't do what I want to do. Because, like, you know, if I can heal this up, like, it, it feels like a five post, right? Like... You know, it's a five post if it's if your opponent's doing things that do damage to the board. It's like AOE protection, so it's not really a controlled card. It's more of a it's an aggro card, but it's it's expensive for an aggro card. Um maybe this is like a paladin thing. It's just like I, I think this is gonna come off of Jandis. I, I just I like it's there's too many like ifs to get this to fit into a deck, I think. Yeah, like the plus one attack made me think of the new Demon Hunter thing, but you don't really want to play a five mana minion with that, I don't think. So no, I don't know what you're really what you're really putting this in. And like the things that are going to do like a lot of attack to it at once, right, are going to be hitting the rest of the board, just make the rest of your board weaker. I mean, do you ever play this in Druid? Probably not. Again, it doesn't have taunt, right? So like, yeah, you're not even like protecting other minions with it. It's just like there. Yeah, I think this is probably a two. Like, it's probably got some value in niche situations, but, like, it's too awkward to really be able to rely on. Screw with you there. Okay. Um, this, this is me, right? Bunker Sergeant yeah. is a three mana two four with a battle cry. If your opponent has two or more minions, deal one damage to all enemy minions. I want this to be good, right? Like, I love getting anti-aggro tools. This is not, like, one damage is generally not enough. Like, at best, you're taking Divine Shields off, right? Like, I mean, yeah, you're killing some prize plunderers or some Og Merchants. I mean, this is better against Garrett Rogue. But, like, 
you're not you're usually not killing anything with this and this is early enough that you care it's gonna be the whole turn like i guess you're weakening it so you could trade into it but like there's so many better things you can do if you want an anti-aggro tool than this and constructed yeah, like if you were playing a class that was bad at pinging things, you could coin this out against Face Hunter and kill a few Wolpertingers and Cubs or something. Yeah, or if you're trying to set up Honorable Kill really badly. Ugh. Right. But, yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's just going to be a 3-mat 2-4. I guess I'm trying to debate if it's a 3 or if it's just a 2. Like I the feel ones like it's a 1. A 1? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 2. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at a 1 with it. Okay. Uh, we've got Direwolf Commander, three mana, two five, and it has honorable kill. Summon a two two wolf with stealth. Not really seeing this one yeah. either. I mean, it's repeatable. I mean, it's... it's like every time it does it, right? So yeah. it could theoretically snowball. Five is a decent amount of butt on a three attack on a three drop, but honorable kill. <laughs> so, like. You never put it in the druid deck with the other wolves, do you? No way, right? No, I don't think so. I mean, I guess maybe you could, but, like, this is... Is this ever going to live long enough to do that? I'm not optimistic about it. Maybe this will come in the the blizzard build of the deck. Yeah, probably. I'm I'm willing to go to a two (laughs) on it, but... Yeah. I'm going to give it a two just because it summons beasts, so yeah, go with that. Okay. Um, Frantic Hippogriff is a 5-mana 3-7 beast. Here you go. With oh. Rush, Honorable Kill, Gain Wind Fury. So if you get to kill something with 3 health, you get to kill something or, or attack into something else. Honorable Kill for 3 is going to be hard, right? Yeah, like, of the neutral beasts, I'm probably least excited of this one. Like, it's just, it's expensive. It doesn't have, I mean, the Rush is nice. We've had better hippogriffs in the past, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, the health is decent. You're, I, I mean, if you get the Wind Fury, it gets to keep it, so then it becomes a thing. But, like, is that really happening all that often? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe I could set something stupid up with, like, this in Hysteria. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to get this off Saddlemaster or... Yeah, have this kill my something. Sethic Veilweaver to get, to get Wind Fury... Yeah, that'll that'll be the play. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 gonna give it a two, I guess, just because it. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna one with it. Like there are better rush minions than this that are cheaper that do three damage. Like yeah, it sticks around, but like I mean, you could just play you know the Murloc or whatever if you're just trying to get a rush. And I don't, I just don't think it's gonna have one fury enough. So gangsters a two mana four two with stealth after your opponent plays a minion attack it so. Really bad if your opponent plays minions. If your opponent does not play minions, this has some slight upside, but not worth putting in your deck. I mean, it, it does have one very specific use, which is killing Octobots. Oh, yeah. True. Um, because the Octobot would die immediately, so your opponent needs to clear this in order to... to, in order to and, and clear it without... Um, you know, without with without having access to AOE. I mean, I guess they could vanish it if they wait long enough. <laughs> but, but yeah, so they... But they'll just play, you know, they'll play their 2-1 their instead of the Octobot. Or they, they burgle a wave of apathy or something, and then, you know... <laughs> <laughs> That's likely. <laughs> uh, but, but, I mean, that is, that is, like, if you really hate Octobots, and, and you know, I do, 
this is something you could play, right? And, like, it's not... It's basically saying, like, your next minion's gonna die, right? It's it's kind of proactive removal. Your opponent gets to choose what that minion is. I don't love it, but it's it's interesting. It's an interesting tech card. I'm probably at a two at it because I don't think it's gonna be useful enough, but it's one of those things that, like, somebody's gonna pull out at a tournament and people are gonna forget that it existed until that tournament, right? Yeah, I can see that. I'll yep. give you I'll give it a two as well. Alright, then we go on to Herald of Lakhalar, which is a four mana three five battle cry draw frost spell. I don't think that like the frost spells are okay. Are we are we running a tutor just for that? Like in in big spell mage, do we want deep freeze that badly? I, you just run multicaster and draw like three spells, three cards. Honestly, if this was a spider tank, maybe. Yeah. But the fact that it's a four mana three five, it just seems super clunky to try to get this effect. Like, I'm trying to think of what class runs a lot of frost spells that would actually want to draw more. I mean, like I mean, shaman. Shaman. Shaman mage warrior over. really is what we're at right now. Hunter has two now. Woo! Yay! But we have much better ways of drawing them. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna one with this. I just, I just don't think this is. I mean, maybe Shaman wants this at some point, but, like, I think they're, they're, you have better ways of doing that. I get Humongous Owl. I'm so excited. Oh, boy. It's a, I think both of us are excited for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Humongous Owl, 7 mana, 8, 4 beast, and it has Death Rattle deal 8 damage to a random enemy. So, it's a mini Ragnaros. Um, I think this card is just super great for meme potential. I know Wicked's going to put it in his Zyrella deck. Oh, yeah. Um, I want a rod roasting the board when I play Zyrella. Like, I'm all for it. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I guess, yeah, you can. This is kind of going to be like a crazy win con lethal in the Zyrella deck. But in Hunter, Hunter, you can shoot this thing out of Maxima. You can play your, uh, your battle ram and make it cost five mana and play it on turn five, like on curve. It comes back from Nazoth. Yeah, it comes back from Nazoth. You can, uh, you can uh, get the um, get it back off revive pet. There's all kinds yeah. of crazy shenanigans you can do with this card in Hunter. So I'm super. This is going to be a golden. Oh, you could call the grave and then get to do eight damage and then play one. Oh man, like this is the card that unites the uh, unites both of us. Like, yeah, it yeah. just speaks to both of us. This is the bird of <laughs> unity. <laughs> we'll have to. We should start a little uh, little uh, collection of humongous owl screenshots or something. Oh yeah, it's like it's like the, you know, like 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 an owl an owl fan club. Like who had the biggest owl today? It's I a. Su- I, I someone said to me on Twitter, "This is a superb owl," and I I agree with that. Like this is the superb owl. So yeah, I, I'm at a four with it. Honestly, like I I know I shouldn't because I know it's I know it's not that good, but I'm playing this in 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 res priest whatever we're calling this like i'm gonna no i'm gonna give it a four too yeah just because like, it's yeah. heads above the other neutrals like yeah. I, I honestly i feel like the neutrals should get like a couple different classes excited and a lot of the ones we talked about just seem really uninspiring yeah. this set so yeah but i mean this is this seems like i mean yeah it's expensive but like in priest i don't care right like i expect the game to go long and then i'll re- i'll play nizoth get another one back i'll play zarela get two more of them you know, get two more, you know, spells, pew pew the board, and then finish it off with a mind blast. We're good. Bingo bongo, yeah. you know? I'll I'll prove that it's better in Hunter, though. So eh, well, I mean, you got board work, so, you know, I'll give you that much at least. But, <laughs> um, 
Alright, so Ice Revenant is a 4-mana, four 4-5 four, elemental. Whenever you cross a, cast a Frostbell game, plus 2, plus 2. And I actually... I'm actually coming up on this. I don't think I thought about the um, the the fact that we're running the 3-2 elemental that gives you a wind shell, right? So, because wind shell's cheap, and it, it's the kind of thing you can spam, if we're even, especially if we're running wind shells in the deck, or the wind shells get you more wind shells. So, like, on turn five, you can play this with a wind shell, freeze a minion, draw a card, have a 6-7. That seems like something Shaman would want to do. They can discount this, right, and play it earlier. Yeah, they got two cards, like the Kindling Elemental and the four-four rock yeah. thing. That and the four-four buff is permanent. I mean, this Kindling Elemental gets used up on the next one, but the 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 four-four is a permanent discount. I'm actually like, almost, the more I think about yeah. this, this might be a card that we run if we're going with Frost stuff in 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 Elemental Shaman. This might be a card we run. Crossover package. Yeah. It's, it, they almost have too many elementals to choose from. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, an embarrassment of riches, really. But I, I think it's a three? three. Yeah, I don't think it's great. I think it could fall out easily, but I feel like this is something you might work, you might try. I mean, it's a it's a theory craft idea at least. So generally, something that's going to lead me towards like theory crafting a deck is probably a three, because the decks I theory yeah. craft are usually bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not. Uh... None of my, not very small percentage of mine seem to work out, so I'm, I hear you on that one. Uh, we've got next the Ice Hoof Protector, six mana, two ten taunt, freeze any character damaged by this minion. So seems kind of like a filler card, but uh, I don't think there's even any way to like randomly get this other than you know evolve stuff. So I think I'm gonna give it a one. Doesn't doesn't Warrior still have that card that get, like, adds two random taunts to your hand? It does, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. information or something. Like maybe you get mm-hmm. it off of that. Like, I, I want this to be good, right? Like my cold priest heart wants this to be good because I love the idea of this card. I just and and the butt like this is actually this is a lot of butt to bless. Oh, bless the butt. So like this is starting at ten. Like this could be something that goes into like a wall priest v two. Right. You don't have a way to res it, though, right? Well, you can't res it, but, like, if you can get it on the board and just protect it. Like, 10 is hard to remove, right? Like, if the, if you're trading through it and you kind of need to remove it against a priest, because they could bless it and then all of a sudden you're taking 12. I'm, I'm up to a 3 on it because I feel like if inner fire is going to be a thing, this might make its way in. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, like, it could, you know, f- give you a turn if they have to trade through it. Like, a bunch of Arbor Up tokens go through it, and maybe that buys you a turn. I don't know. I, don't, I think you got you want cheaper stuff to start out with, though, right? Like, you know, these are Blademaster. Uh, yeah, you do, but, you know, you love the one you're with, you know? I don't know. I feel like, it, I feel like this is one of those cards that you kind of dismiss at your peril. Like, it feels like... There might be so, like it, it feels like an arena common and it is, but it feels like there's something that there might be there for constructed. I don't know. Altrack Valley is a chilly place. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving it a one. Higher than, I'm not giving it any higher than a three, but uh, maybe I'll back it down to a two because I think it's unlikely, but I think it's possible. Fair enough. Yeah. 
another six mana card. We've got Legionnaire, 9-3. And as a death rattle, give all minions in your hand a plus two, plus two. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> this was the, wasn't it plus three, plus three, whatever it was that we were doing with Necrium Apothecary? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, so this is kind of a similar vein to that. Um, I guess maybe this is a Paladin card. I don't know. I can't really see where this would go. I mean, it, it was a road card when we saw it the last time, right? But that, again, that was with Neg- Necrium Apothecary. I don't know that we're seeing ways to trigger the Death Rattles, you know, to cheat this out, right? Like, that that was the thing with the Necrium Apothecary. But, like, if you can draw a lot and Rogue can draw a lot and you can get multiple procs of this... Maybe this is the this is the the way that we do it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there are cards like sketchy information is one that we've had right that the catharsis of chat is is bringing up that um, draw a death rattle card. That, oh no, that sketchy information will draw this because sketchy information only draws a death rattle card that costs four or less and then triggers the death rattle. So I guess on reconnaissance, it's four mana. Yeah, you discover it. Yeah. Although I mean, that's from another class, it's not neutral. Never mind. I don't want this to be good, but I mean, it's better than a one, I think. Yeah, I'm going to get it off carrying studies sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not going to have anything in my I'll hand. Get it off. Buff, I mean, call it, this off a of call of the grave. It's probably great. But I mean, that's that's a two, right? Like if you're if you're discovering, and you're not putting in your deck. That's a two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll get on the two. Yeah. All right. Um, Wait, so my turn, or you're, uh, I think it's my just, turn. So piggyback camp. We talked about this card earlier. Uh, three mana four one demon death rattle summon a four one imp. So this seems like a decent zoo card. Um, you know, I mean, three mana four one is kind of the stat line that zoo wants. And then if you get the phylactery, then you get to give all of your minions summon a four one imp, which seems like the kind of things zoo wants to do. Yeah, that's a decent um, three. Okay, that uh, this one actually seems kind of interesting with the legionnaire reflecto engineer. Three mana two four swap the attack and health of all minions in both players' hands. I'm not really sure. This is just such an interesting tech card um, for something I don't know that I'm going to be inconvenienced by yet. Maybe this is – if the Blessed Priest gets too good, we, we put in the Reflecto Engineer maybe. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Then, the, But I mean if I get a 10-2 a taunt, am I upset by that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean – Maybe this isn't the Blessed Priest because, like, you have a, lot, a bunch of things with Big Butt. You don't even need Bless. Just put it down as a big attack minion. Say, what's up? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, again, because I hate Octobot, this does also turn off all Octobots in hands. Because it makes them 4-1. So the Frenzy can't trigger. Yeah, you can make so, an anti-Octobot deck at this you point. Could, you it's really can. And, and I, I would love the idea because, you know, I love that card. Um, but I mean, there's, there's like, I feel like I played enough Void Rippers in my day, right? That I know this is in hand and not on board, but it feels like this is the kind of effect that's really powerful. And I don't know how to break it, but I feel like there's something breakable here. So I, that, again, that's a three for me. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. That could give it a three on its own for me. Yeah. Ramp Commander's a two mana, two, two. Battle Cry at two, one, one ramps with rush to your hand. So... If we're still doing Rush Warrior after rotation, this is basically the replacement for Bumper Car. It's a battle cry, not a death rattle, so it's a little bit easier to get off. It doesn't have Rush itself, but that's kind of okay. It's got slightly better stats, I guess. You know, I, I think that, you know, whenever you're putting, you know, minis with Rush in your hands, 
there are things you could do with conditioning and whatever. So it's, it's probably decent. It's probably, a, you know, maybe a three. I should theorycraft a deck with this. I think it actually could be good in Hunter with Devouring Swarm yeah. and with our buff cards for oh, little beasts. beasts? They, I think be, right? they've got to be, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it to confirm yet, but I'll yeah. check it out. I'll, I'll do I'll do a quick Google to see if like the anyone's posted a a thing of the uh, of the token. I, I mean a ram a ram is a beast like in real life. You know. And you know, we have a hunter card that makes a ram token, which yeah. is a beast. Uh yeah, they are beasts, according to the, the play hearthstone site. So yeah. I'm gonna give so, this a three because I, I may actually run it. It seems like something we would have liked a little more when we had the old quest, you know. But it, it could be interesting. I, it lets us, you know, we don't have spring paw anymore. We got wound prey, but we don't have a lot of little yeah. rush stuff, so it could be useful, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you got if you're trying to do rat king things, right? This helps with that. Oh yeah, rat king. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, coal car pack runner isn't as good as it used to be. So. Yeah. So maybe if you know you need you need to get a bunch of bunch of little dudes to die, then you know there's three. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'll cool. go to three. Uh, I, mean, I think it, I think it's got yeah. it's got potential. And then we've got is it me? Uh, Stormpike Quartermaster, uh, two yeah. mana, two two. After you cast a spell, give a random minion in your hand plus one plus one. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I guess okay. So you're doing quest hunter things, right? Is this ever good in quest hunter? Like, are there minions that you care about? Oh, but what about like warriors, captain charge guy or something zany like that, or yeah. buff up a big king crush or something, or smite. Oh, maybe yeah. you do this a miracle priest. Oh God, right? You get this mommy yeah. and this down in a rally priest. You start chucking out a bunch of spells. Get a Mister Smite in your hand, and then you go wouldn't face even for 30. mind getting this off Drekthar, would you? No, you. I mean, you could. I mean, you could do that in the Miracle Priest, right? Like, you get Drek'thar and Nazmani down. You just have to find Mr. Smite somehow. I guess you play Talon to get him, but again, that's, you know, it's not consistent enough. But, um, you know, I mean, there there's probably something here, but it, it seems ambitious. I don't know. Does that mean it's in three territory? I don't know. I I'm, I'm a two with it, because I think that it's... I feel like it's magical Christmas land, right? Like... I feel like that, like history buff was kind of the same way where you try and and like if you have more than one minion in your hand, it's always going to buff the wrong one. <laughs> like, you know, if you have Mister Smite and something else, it's going to buff whatever's not Mister Smite. That's just that's just science. Like if we had this card a couple metas ago in Hunter, we could buff a big King Crush and then copy it in our hand. I mean, you did have that card. It was history buff. It was neutral, and you didn't play it. It was three mana. I played. Two, but... I played Ramekin Wild Tamer and uh, Hunting Party. Back when I met, I'm talking Those about. Those sure work hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so like that would this card would be great in that deck, but now we don't have those cards anymore. So I guess we'll give it a oh, two. Oh, you can do that in wild. Yeah, I mean, you'll be dead before you get to do it, but you could try. That's true. That's true. Very dead. Yeah. Uh, All right. So now. yeah. So tower sergeant is a four mana four four battle cry. If you control at least two other minions. Game plus two plus two. So four mana six six in an aggressive deck. It's kind of like reverse fungal mancer, where it's getting the stats instead of the minions. So it's which is a little bit worse because you don't get to use the stats right away. But maybe that's okay. This feels like the kind of card that I would dismiss, and then it, it's gonna smack me in the face. I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, it's just like some double battle cry thing with Bolner or something. I don't know. 
I don't see it being good on its own. Yeah, I mean, you play you you could play this on five with a Wolpertinger, right? Yeah, I would never do that, but it's <laughs> but you could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm I mean, gonna... it, it, it feel it. I get. I'm getting like sort of fungal, like 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 dollar store fungal man survives from this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm willing to go up to a three on it just because it feels like like they're like they're clearly pushing zoo. They're pushing. You know. I mean. Uh, you know. Druid's still a thing. I don't know if you want this in ta- you know aggro druid, but you know maybe. I don't know. Like, two other minions is not a whole lot of other minions. It's true. I'm going to still give it a two. I'm not, yeah. I don't believe in it. Well, you know, it's it's thematic, right? There's a lot of twos on the card. If this thing came out right after rotation in the first set... Oh, yeah, maybe. then you'd, you'd be all over it. Hey, maybe Quest Paladin runs it, right? You hero power, you play this, Ooh. you get a 6-6, six, six, and then you're dead maybe. because you're Quest Paladin. That's very consistent, <laughs> right? <laughs> consistent at death. Yeah. Uh, I okay. guess we'll go to the last yeah, one. That's the last one. Uh, Troll Centurion, eight mana, eight eight rush, honorable kill, <laughs> deal eight damage to the enemy hero. <laughs> this has got to be an achievement, right? There's got to be an achievement tied to this. I guess we'll find uh, out tomorrow when the patch drops. I, I have to imagine this has got to be a, an achievement. Um, you know, do do eight damage on the turn when it's Troll Centurion's played because, like, g- good luck. Right, like first they of all, finally printed a <laughs> true counter to King Crush. <laughs> yeah, like you're living to turn eight with this in your deck. First of all, like that's that's step one, and then your opponent has something with eight health that you're able to rush into that's not behind a taunt, and you're able to kill it. Like, okay, you found the flesh giant and you killed it, and then you got to do eight damage to your opponent's face. Like, congratulations, you're probably still dead. Like, what are you doing about the other six minions that are on board beside behind the flesh giant? No, wait a minute. This um, this is this a good? Oh wait, I was going to say this isn't a good pull off the shaman spell because it gets frozen. But I guess this is a good scenarian ward pickup, though. Yeah, right? I mean an eight eight rush off scenarian ward is fine if you're if you're playing it if you're not putting it in your deck and you're getting an armor aside, alongside it, then it's great. If you're, I don't think you're ever putting this in a deck on purpose, though. Someone's going to kill somebody with this thing off scenarian ward. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's gonna and they're gonna get an achievement for it and they'll and they'll get on trolled in and it'll be glorious but not in their deck on purpose. Exactly. So I guess that makes it a one or that's a, two? a one. Yeah, that's a one. one. Like we're not even discovering this, right? Like this is just like we're hoping that you know we're playing Scenarian Ward and sometimes this will come out. So. So Love we did it. it. We did it. One hundred and thirty-five wow. card. How do you feel? Feel good. I, I've never done a full set review before. It was uh, it was a bit of a marathon, but. I feel like it, I'm a little more educated about this set than I normally would be as yeah. a result. But. That's one of the things I like about doing this is that you kind of start thinking about these cards a little bit differently and it kind of helps you, you know, at least if you're theory crafting and it kind of gives you the idea of like what, what kinds of things you need to worry about. Because um, especially when you're theory crafting, it's very easy to forget about the neutrals. And so, yeah. you know, no, you know, going through them all, at least like, because like, I think the thing that I've learned from doing these things is that like most cards have some court sort of value. Like, it's very easy to look at a card and say this is trash, and some of them really are. But, like, even the ones that I thought were trash going in, like, we were we talked through it, and, you know, I can think of a, of a, of a scenario where it would not be trash, right? Um, right. So I think that's, that's really valuable, you know, having that kind of perspective. Um, Absolutely. You know, that's why, that's why I enjoy doing this, so. 
I um I don't know, something different in the flavor of the neutrals in the last couple sets. I don't know. I feel like I used to kind of be able to pull more things from it. And now I'm like Korak and Humongous Owl are like the only two cards I'm really excited about yeah. in the neutrals. Yeah, Humongous Owl is great though. It's good enough. Like I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. So um why don't you tell everyone where they can uh where they can find you on the internet and you know, do make sure I should give you a, a shout out while we're while we're in the stream too. I should make sure to give you a shout out. I should have done that earlier. Um, if you're oh, not right. following Sadisi on on Twitch and Twitter, you should 100 percent be doing that. But why don't you let everyone on the podcast audience know where they can do that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Sadisi TV, S I D I S I, and I'm on Twitch and Twitter. So uh, Twitch is a little infrequent, but uh, twice a week maybe. And Twitch, uh, Twitter, you can kind of find me anytime. So would love to to chat with you and uh send me all your hunter ideas and we'll 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 theory craft together i've got about 10 theory crafts uh for alterac valley already up on my twitter page so oh well yeah i haven't started tra- theory crafting at all i'll probably start that after i've got the the episodes edited so i'll uh <laughs> you know I'll, I'll take i'll take the weekend to think it over i guess it's, it's nice having the two weeks between like the full reveal and the actual set to kind of have the time to do that awesome yeah yeah that is big a big plus the, the longer time frame for sure yeah it's kind of not, not everything squeezed into one weekend which is nice so you can find the link to the spreadsheet and and you know other links and links to cdc socials and everything at offcurve.com you can also follow at offcurve on twitter um to find out when new episodes go live or when i add something new to the site you can also when there are masters tour the offcurve.com slash masters tour is your source for um masters tour qualifier and masters tour events um statistics um, I stream Mondays and Friday nights at seven, normally at 7 p.m. Eastern, a little later tonight, um, but normally at 7 p.m. Eastern at um, twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. You can also join the Discord, um, where there are lots of, of, you know, brilliant and talented and handsome and beautiful people discussing Hearthstone, um, you know, respectfully at discord.offcurve.com. And um, that's it. So enjoy the set. Um, I should have something pretty special coming up between now before the uh the usual meta review with ridiculous hat um so keep an eye out for that in your feed but until then um be good to each other we'll talk soon have a good one